Hello and welcome to Last Sons of Krypton. I'm Connor from the House of L. And I am Ray from the House of Zod. And we are joined by... Welcome, welcome. Neil! Hey, it's me. <laughs> yeah, uh, Adam, you can say your name. <laughs> hey, it's me, Adam. <laughs> welcome, yeah, Adam. So, uh, have, and... I, have I earned House Luther? Ooh. Or is it just don't... Do it. Yeah, do it. Adam, Adam, Adam uh, Luthor. Adam Luthor from. There we go. Uh, ironically, Adam Luthor is one of Superman's biggest fans. Um, <laughs> it's weird. Uh, who is, yeah, uh, it's, it's like a Brainiac Five situation. Yeah, yeah you're Luthor from the future and Earth seventy thousand <laughs> two. Um, but uh, your your uh, Adam is from Adam Talking Superman on Twitter, as a lot of you guys probably know. Um, and he's been on here before, but you haven't heard it yet, because that's yeah. uh-huh. the next episode. So you'll get Adam's, like, proper introduction and his, like, inter- interview slash conversation with him and how he got into everything next episode. So it's like a backwards thing. So Adam and yeah. us will be talking like we're old pals, we know everything, but... <laughs> yeah, exactly, uh, yeah. Yeah, thank you for having me back and for the first time. Oh, man, that's, yeah. that's too weird. I'm spun out. I can't, I can't process. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should just spin the earth backwards. Yeah, backwards to it. Um, yeah, so... That was Connor. He was actually trying to do it then. That's why that pause was there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting the notification because I have um I have Facebook open for the feedback. So oh, of course, of course. So you're getting a slap in the face every so every so often. Yeah, well, because Adam started commenting. Okay. And actually, uh, not yeah, Adam. Anyway, that that doesn't exist. We're not here right now. So, but we are here on the podcast. Mm. For any of you Zen listeners, that probably doesn't make any sense either. But um, yeah, we're here to talk about the nail JLA. Mm. Um, so was this requested, Connor? Or yes, okay. yeah, this is a request from a very good listener of ours who doesn't really have a name. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, he doesn't like he okay. never really. Uh, but I talk with him a lot. Um, okay. okay. You know, he goes he goes by attractive lesbian on Steam. So, oh, uh, okay, wow. He's, he's actually, as Mini said, way he is on the last Us, last Sons of Krypton Discord, which did just start up. Uh, mm, he's there. Yes. Um, Adam so, is a part of. Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, so it's it's a bit of a merry following uh, in Last Sons of Krypton Discord, and you know we have uh, Rebecca from Iron Fist there. She posts news links and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. You know, if you guys want to join the Discord, there's channels for, like, DC talk and Superman talk, all sorts of stuff. It's fun. Um, you know, there's been no arguments or anything. Um, <laughs> there's been some, like, weird stuff. But, um, awesome. Uh, yeah, I like it. Like I think it it's, should... been, it's been pretty uh, civil and delightful there. The the weirdest thing is when, that, uh, when he said um, it should be illegal to arrest cute girls or something. Oh yeah. Who that said that? Props stuff. to you for being in in reference to Allison Mack. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I I gotta say props oh. to you for immediately you were like, no, she should have been arrested. Mm. Uh, that I don't. Yeah, I mean, I think he was he was just being sarcastic. Right. But yeah, uh, okay. it's just 
It's oh, hard to I come across. Him. Yeah, he has a weird sense of humor. When he okay. said that, I'm like, oh, how's how's everyone going to react to this? Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, you know, it is it is good. Uh, we post about all sorts of stuff, so I highly recommend you guys join because we can discuss the show and all that sort of jazz there too. Um, and yeah, I post pretty frequently. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do so. Yeah, um, and yeah, Ray's like never there, so... Oh, I, I put in two little things there. Oh, today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I have to kind of meet my quota, just so, you know, to keep the heartbeat, you know, the, the pulse yeah. alive. Uh, but no, no, it is it is a good it is a good place. Uh, listeners, uh, be sure to check it out. Uh, yes, it just don't... Nothing to do with me, it's just, you know, just... I, um, I'm not that technologically inclined with all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, I, know, yeah, I was just having a, I was yeah. having a jab at Reyes often As on this often. podcast. The, um, old, uh, the old El Zoddy relationship. Yeah, Ray just makes it too easy to make fun of him with his really passive, nice demeanour. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, our roles are really, yeah, I should be a Zod, but I'm not. Maybe we're in the Elseworlds or something. That's the um, irony. That's the irony, Connor. Yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, Superman news. Uh, nothing new, really. It's just rumors and stuff that I'm not really going to bother talking about because they're rumors. I know. Just a lot of rubbish online. Let's face it. Um, just the wheat from the chaff. We want the real stuff. Well, hang on. No. Wasn't there a big bit of news about, or is that rubbish, Henry Cavill? Yeah, that's that's rubbish. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Okay. It, it looks like rubbish. It seems like a thing that only not like kind of discreditable sites are posting and none okay. of the kind of more reputable sites are are picking up so okay okay so it, it's it's a very big like take that with a with a pound of salt you know okay. i mean it's it's pretty difficult to mistake someone signing a three movie deal with anything else you know what i mean um so he's either done it or he hasn't um i don't know what has caused them to say this uh, but i saw it on a few sites the first one i thought was like yeah whatever that's kind of like a a, a uh, baby well, thing but one um, site reported it and then all the others did yeah it, it right. happens a lot um wildfire and it's not the first time this particular like movie rumor has happened uh for some reason it just they just keep happening, um, but mm. uh, when it gets confirmed, absolutely, you know, beyond that. But yeah, it's just not. Like, and like, a... how many times have you heard this rumor or something very similar? Right. Yeah. So. We should have a like a watch party if it does end up being true. Just like. No, we all go to the movies together. No, no, watch it like online. Like, uh, we'll watch um, Man of Steel or something. Yeah, that, that would be really cool. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And celebration, celebration. Yeah. Celebrate. Um, <laughs> actually, you aren't going to get sued or anything, so I won't sing that. Um, but uh, I do want to just very briefly talk about this. People who see me flood the Discord will have already heard this, but I just I needed to just give a very, very tiny review mm-hmm. to the because I know we're conscious for time here. But this book, this I picked up um, on my birthday. I picked up this. Dark Horse DC Comics ah. Superman collection. Yeah. And it's a really nice looking book. The paper quality is fantastic. It looks gorgeous. And it collects the two Superman Aliens crossovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Superman Madman crossover. Yeah, I saw you review that on Goodreads, yep. 
Um, I'm, I'm glad someone reads my reviews. <laughs> <laughs> and a Superman Tarzan crossover, which has a lot of very interesting things because they both... Superman was inspired partly by yeah. Tarzan, so... Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just want to say, like, we've talked about Batman Superman vs. Aliens a lot on the podcast. There's, like, a joke, but, man, these were, yeah. Yeah. these were really good. Well, yeah, like, okay, okay, cool. I thought they were legit quality. Like, they were legitimately good Superman stories. Cool. You know? Like, yeah. the... Um, have, have, yeah, you, have you read it, uh, Mr. Luthor? I always wanted to say that. Uh, I, I've read, is, is Batman Superman Aliens a different book? Yes, yes. I've read that one. I actually, I haven't seen the Alien movies, so I, I haven't been like, <gasps> oh, that's something I gotta pick up. You honestly, you only need the first movie. Well, actually, what's I mean, the second? Like, I, I James like, Cameron I the one the is awesome. references, I think I'll, I'll pick it up. James Cameron the one is awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I added the second one because I know it's a very love-hate movie. Yeah. So odds are you might love it like Ray does if you watch well, it. Too yeah. spooky, scary. I'm too scared. Oh, ah. dude, gotta, you gotta read. <laughs> you gotta watch them. You gotta watch the first two, especially. Your first two is all you really need. Third one has its own special little place. Uh, the director's uh, the director's cut in particular, but um, the fourth one you could just leave. Just throw it in the bin. <laughs> There's four. Yeah, you throw that, throw that other one in the bin. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, the third one's okay, but I, I really think the first two are like the essential. Ones, oh yeah, absolutely, you know? absolutely. Like if you if you're not super invested after the first two, just like yeah. don't bother. The, so, the, um, uh, can I just say the French rate Alien Three the top one? I just leave that there. So. Okay, I liked three. <laughs> I thought it was. I watched it in the cinema. I remember just walking out, just being totally, utterly gutted and decimated. <laughs> but um, but on rewatches and on the director's cut, uh, actually, I appreciate it a lot more. Um, but yeah, well, interestingly enough, the first Superman Alien story is closer to tone to the first movie than the okay. second one. Oh wow! It's it, oh, it's wow. definitely got a horror because the whole thing is Superman's investigating this dead city in mm, space, nice, which is really cool, and he's very far away from a yellow sun, so over time his powers are diminishing. Ooh. Which adds a kind of race against time aspect and a vulnerability, right? Yeah. So he yeah. fought the first time as the animal pops up, he struggles with it. Cool. You know. Um, so it, it does that, and then the second one is just absolute madness. Like it's. <laughs> oh, this is pretty cool. I, I think I should read this. I'm I'm a big Alien fan as well. I recommend it. I think you'd like it. And the, okay. the second one is essentially Darkseid gets an Alien Queen and just immediately goes ham on New Genesis. Ooh, um, yeah. And it's it's pretty great because it's the opposite. It's just full of action. Um, but uh, yeah, and then the Superman Madman crossover is good. Superman Tarzan crossover is not very good, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, you read that yeah, one. I've, read, yeah. I've, I've done that one. That one's that one was kind of disappointing in that like it does it is a cool premise. Like because like you said, like Siegel is very inspired by Tarzan, and uh, you know I just love Superman interacting with apes. <laughs> but uh yeah it was a little bland and art is kind of not really fitting can, can i yeah. um be a bit of a maybe a bit of a hot take here like i find tarzan a little boring myself um i don't know about you guys so i i, I think immediately when you're saying that adam i think half the story would be boring anyway <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know i think i think um i'm not saying tarzan's like the deepest thing ever but you know i think it's it's a classic kind of 
it's a concept, it's, you know. And it's, it, a, and it, it's a strange, it's a, an interesting scenario to have them two together, but I, I don't know if it would work. Uh, I, yeah. Well, the whole thing is Superman's pod landed in the jungle yeah. around mm-hmm. that time, and due to that, Tarzan doesn't become Tarzan; it's Superman instead, and Tarzan kind of grows up wealthy. Um, okay. But like the, I think I think Tarzan's an interesting concept. I'm not like a Tarzan fan or anything, but I understand mm-hmm. the appeal yeah. it had. Um, especially for the time, you know. Yeah, I think especially for the time. Um, <laughs> yeah, especially for the time, though. That's what I think. I mean, I think it's just massively outdated now. So it's a and it's it's just a you know stranger in a strange land kind of thing. Mm. And um, I, I have this thing with like feral children. I find it very interesting. And You're I have interested a... in feral children. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that didn't... just the idea of. A child being raised by yeah. animals. Yeah, Fair enough. yeah, yeah. You know, um, not not that Tarzan would be super accurate or anything, but like, yeah. you know. So, and I think the two characters are similar enough that I was interested. But yeah, it was it was a poor story. But the book overall, I gave four out of five because it's a really nice collection. I thought you gave three and a half. All right, yeah, four. Okay, four to the book as a whole. Okay. Like, the two of the oh, Superman right, Aliens right, right. is yes. three point five. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, Aliens two is four. Um, but yeah, like it's because it's a really good collection. It's mm-hmm. cost me fifty bucks, and that was more expensive than it normally would be because I was getting from my LCS. Ah, um, yes. So, you know, uh, and it, I felt like it was worth it. It's a big, chunky book. It's got about four hundred pages well, over four hundred pages. Yeah. Um, the paper quality is great, you know, and like if you like if you like Aliens or Mad Men, absolutely pick it up. You know, I, did I you know did you was. mention what you thought of the Mad Men one? Mm. Uh, yeah, I did. I really liked it. Um, it was I didn't know much about Mad Men. I researched it yeah. a bit. I tried to. I couldn't find his original issues, unfortunately. But it was a really good story. Um, okay. It was very creative. I love the art style. Cool. Yeah, um, that's why I'm interested in. It, is uh, it's all red on art, right? Uh, all yeah. red's beautiful yeah 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 right. yeah like the, it's this very pop art style yes. which really works with superman as well and it's yeah. there's like superman fighting these mutated beatniks at one point <laughs> and he's trying to reason with them and they're like no man and it's just it's a very fun little story yeah just really um, war- really just um yeah out there kind of thing yeah i'm more likely to check that one out that sounds like more of my speed hmm but yeah, no, good book. Recommend picking it up. I don't want to spend too much time on it, but uh, you know, Ray, I can see you getting a kick out of this collection. Considering aliens, yes, for sure. And, but the thing is, the aliens. I guess the first story is about the aliens, but the first story is more about Superman. Uh, without doing too much spoilers, Superman sort of uh, themes of like a loss of civilization. Mm-hmm. Um. And the second story, the aliens are just pawns, but they're cool. It's cool to see Superman fight aliens. Yeah, no, you no, know, it would be It'd be great. And like yeah. on paper, like I thought they would be crap. I thought it would really suck. And then it turns out they're legit. They're like these are Superman stories. I would put on a recommendation list just for wow, Superman. Wow, really? Yeah. Like they're actually that good. Um, so the they transcend the hokey crossover. Yeah, I, I think these whole versus things. Um, hasn't done well for, like, the franchises like Aliens and Predator. So you would go into it being a little bit sceptical, I'd understand, uh, because you just don't know how these things turn out. They could be really, really bad. I mean, look at the movies. So, um, 
Yeah, so no, but it's good. It's good to hear. Surprise. Yeah, I mean, I read Batman versus Alien, and I really wasn't big on it because it. Uh, with these other stories, these Superman ones, there was a narrative there mm-hmm. outside of mm. it's just Superman fighting aliens. Whereas the Batman versus Alien, that was the narrative. There wasn't anything else to it. Yeah, yeah. And he was just working out with this squad that were just talking like they were from Alien Two, and it was just it was very much what you would expect. Okay. Yeah. Of it, so I'm not yeah. saying it's bad. Like if you want to see Batman fighting aliens, then you know that the book does that. But uh, yeah. 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 Anyway, enough about that. Um, because uh, we got some feedback for yes. previous episodes, and we will do feedback for the nail after we've done the nail. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first bit of feedback is from Michael uh, Kellison. Uh, this Hello, is feedback. Hey, Michael, uh, from a signal listener, and um, this is for Superman 400. Mm-hmm. So uh, his message reads, Greetings and glorious peace be upon you from Marco Killison. If Dave can cr- do a crossover, so can the signal fan base. I just <laughs> finished listening to your Dave Lois, Finn, he wishes, <laughs> guest star on episode 50. I wanted to give a short rant on Superman. My quote-unquote hot take Superman is always referred to as an immigrant, which isn't actually true. The story of Superman isn't one of an immigrant, but the story of a child who learns he's adopted and spent his adulthood discovering his lost tra- heritage and honoring his birth family. Kal-El responds almost as in- Kal-El spends almost his entire life as Clark Kent, growing up in Kansas, USA, with the values instilled by him by his farmer parents. Hard work, respect, honor, farm living, apple pie, and Chevrolet. Pure Americana. Clark Kent never knew anything about Krypton or its culture until much later in life, all of it secondhand. Supergirl is the real immigrant story and a tragic one at that. Kara Zor-El was a teen growing up in Kryptonian culture and lived through the last days of the dying Krypton with all the terror that implies. She was forced into a spacecraft and shot into space, not waking until nearly 25 years later on a distant planet alone and knowing that her entire family, language, culture, and world died decades beforehand. Supergirl acts more of the gracious immigrant role in her stories, more concerned with joining the American melting pot culture and society rather than attempting to rebuild her culture on Earth. So instead of a tale of an immigrant, I see Superman more as the story of an adopted child who is eager to learn and preserve his newfound heritage while still embracing his American upbringing, truth, justice, and the American way in apple pie. USA, USA, USA. And that concludes my rant. Feel free to read aloud. And if you're taking story recommendations, I would suggest Alan Moore's Supreme, Superman with White Hair, or the excellent John Ostrander Maxi series, The Kents, which tells the story of Superman's Kent ancestors during the Civil War. Both are mm. excellent and out of print. Keep killing, or whatever you guys do on LSK. Um, <laughs> thanks, Michael. A lot to dissect there. Yes. Uh, so I just want to start off with, like, I don't think an immigrant story and an adoption story, I don't think they're mutually exclusive. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's that's pretty much what I what, my, what I was thinking is like this isn't contradicting because there is a range right yeah, yeah you can't you can't say like well it's more fitting to Supergirl well like it's they're both on 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 the spectrum yeah look I, I think um I think Michael's maybe got a few a couple of concepts kind of mixed in together as well I mean kind of we had this conversation I mean yeah uh, like technically. Superman is an immigrant. I mean, he wasn't born in America. So he, he came yeah. to America no matter how young. So he is an immigrant. But what Michael's talking I about... Will, I just want to segue briefly. Yep. Okay. Um, uh, in the John Byrne reboot, yep. Superman was technically born in America. His okay. fetus was yeah. carried from Krypton. But okay. Okay. that argument only works for the John Byrne. Which is also... Happened. 
yeah, also kind of the era where he really wanted to push. Oh, he loves apple pie. He's so yeah, American. Okay. Okay. He loves yeah. football. Yeah, but that's yeah. just one era. Yeah, you know, that that stops by the two thousands. Okay, no, I mean, fair enough. Um, and, but I sorry, think that, go on. That's all right. No, I, I think just the main point that Michael's making is this. Uh, the concept of identity. I mean, that's the thing. It's not about whether it being mm-hmm. an immigrant or not. Um, and so you have uh, Superman's, uh, I guess, his his journey through it uh, being more a sense of um, trying to find his identity. Uh, he's still an immigrant, immigrant though. Kara, uh, um, yeah. uh, L, or, I can't, sorry, Supergirl, she, she has more of a conventional, I guess. So she was kind of in, what, her mid-teens or something when she immigrated to the US. So... Um, so that's more of a conventional thing, but so Michael, yeah, I mean, you're right in in, in um, both senses, but technically, like immigrant, he he is one. So, and I would I would still say even if Superman just identifies completely as an Earthman, it's still an immigrant story because that's yeah. that's part of the whole immigrant experience is adopting your new culture and that culture adopting you. You know, it yeah. doesn't have to be miserable. You know, an immigrant can come to, say, Australia and be absolutely in love with the country and adopt it for their own. Or they can they can come here as a toddler, and it's the same thing. And, you know, for a lot of Superman's history, he was actually a toddler when he was sent to Earth. And he spent a lot of his adult years griping and grieving for Krypton and feeling like an outsider. And that was very much an immigrant thing as well. So mm. I get your point, um, but I do, think it's, I do think it really kind of applies to, like, a specific version of superman that mm. isn't necessarily always the case yeah. like i yeah. can see your argument with the john Byrne superman but the other superman you know um and as i said like superman is absolutely an adoption thing as well like i've mentioned before i read yeah. that book superman and myth and folklore and the random people he got most of them identified with the adoption thing or the yeah. immigrant thing having you know these sort of foreign or alien parents that they don't really know mm. Um, but you know, to appreciate the feedback and it's a good talking point. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a lot of layers. The, the cool thing about Superman's story is that any part that you do relate to, it's, yeah. it's a valid part to, mm. to extract from that. So if you more relate yeah. to him being adopted or you, you more relate to him being an immigrant, yeah. both are true. Yes. Yeah. And like, um, you know, even if you relate to that specific version of Superman, that's cool. You know, um, like I, yeah, it, it's, it's, one of the things is you know he offers uh lots of different takes mm. yeah um, which is great yeah yeah uh so moving on uh he has another bit of feedback and he says greetings sounds uh oh yeah because i just said um i'd read it out in the show and he said sounds great uh, as a legion of superheroes fan i read almost every issue from 1959 to bendis's last issue i can testify that the pre-crisis superboy was actually a creation of the time trapper which explains why superboy seldom did jack well on the team and here's a superboy question why is it in pre-crisis continuity kryptonite was the most plentiful substance in the universe it's like every issue someone pulls out some kryptonite from their <laughs> pocket keep killing or banishing from the phantom zone michael kellison um so the kryptonite thing yeah that that's yeah, it's it's there. It's around. If you want to see Kryptonite overexposure, watch Smallville. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the like main. You know, pre-crisis. Yeah, Kryptonite was used, but it wasn't all the time. Maybe in Superboy, it was a bit more. I haven't read as much mm. Superboy as I have Superman. I've just read like the 
big staple Superboys, but yeah, and uh, that's that's more of a a writer's thing, isn't it? I mean, right? Yeah, you can't really investigate the real reasons why there are more there's more kryptonite around. Uh, it's more just a tool used by the writers, and and they use yeah, it off, the, they use it often, and that's it. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the only answer Achilles... is really writing is just yeah. kind of yeah. less advanced. Yep. Yes. Yes. That's a good point. The, the advantage of like Achilles' heel and Samson's hair is like they don't fall from outer space and are considered rare, you know. Mm. Mm-hmm. Whereas, uh, but uh, yeah, and I did know that about Superboy, and we uh, the the time trapper thing. I think that's a really great story arc. Actually, the whole pocket universe, and we are probably going to be covering that some points on lsk because someone did uh, request it uh it's the end of john burns run on the character boy does he leave things like crazy so (laughs) um yeah thanks michael for the feedback um and we will go to uh james young Mm. james friend of the show done a couple of uh you know requests Superman the Secret Years, that, that lovely hidden gem that I have since gotten physically. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, Ray, you already kind of responded to this, but I'll read it out anyway. Yeah. Um, Ray, Gene Gerard uh, Mobius also collaborated with Stan Lee for a two-issue Silver Surfer story long ago. Beautifully illustrated and worth checking out. It's recently been reissued in a tidy hardcover for about 15 American. Aside from that, Mobius is most famous for Airtight Garage and Lieutenant Blueberry, and for his contributions to the artsy fantasy machine, uh, magazine by the name of Metal Hurland. Kind of like heavy metal, but in Gene Garrard's opinion, Hurland was more artistic. Um, and, uh, yeah, so you responded to that, Ray, pretty much. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I got everything kind of wrong. <laughs> but, no. Uh, no, but thanks, uh, thanks, James. No, it's really good to... Uh, thanks for responding to that, because, yeah, I had no idea who Mobius was, um, and that's just all on me, really. Uh, I haven't really oh, was... delved into those, yeah, those depths of... I was of... telling you off. Um, no, 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 I know, I know. But, like, it, it just seemed like... Um, he he is someone that he deservedly should be should be like well known yeah. by a lot of people. So mm-hmm. um yeah, so no it's very very interesting. I will follow up all on that as well. Interesting to hear that he did uh, some Silver Surfer, which I know Connor and I um are fans of the character. So uh yeah, I'll be I'll be checking that out for mm. sure. I'd love to see him do Silver Surfer. I think that would work mm. really well. Yeah. Um and uh actually funnily enough I came across a Mobius Superman statue that was based off oh. Uh, that that pinup yes. in Superman oh, 400. Wow. Um, cool. It doesn't doesn't look amazing, you know, because okay. <laughs> I was quite a fan of the pinup. Um, but like it exists, and that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll actually I'll get um I'll get some images and post them in the Skype chat so you guys can see. Uh, but um, yeah, so that that's uh, I believe that's it for non nail feedback. Mm-hmm. All right, so shall we fly to an alternate Earth? You know it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was, I was going to follow up with something. Uh, an alternate Earth where a name was the, the uh, of the what's, what's the ship in, in the... Multiversity? Oh, you haven't read Multiversity. I am sorry. No. No, I have There's the uh, the ultimate Thule or something. Oh. That's the... Yeah. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Up, 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 up and away. away. 
Hi, I'm one of the high priests of Conchu Ray, and I have the sacred privilege of providing you, the loony listener, with a podcast honoring Marvel's very own Moon Knight. So join me and a host of others at Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or support the show by becoming a Patreon member. Into the Night, a Moon Knight podcast. It's time to get your conchu on. Twenty-four years ago, farmers Jonathan and Martha Kent experience a flat tire on their truck caused by a nail, which stops them from discovering a Kryptonian spaceship con- containing the baby Kal-El. In the present day, the Justice League consists of Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, The Flash, Hawkwoman, The Atom, Martian Manhunter, and Green Lantern. Journalist Perry White conducts an anti-metahuman propaganda campaign, along with the mayor of Metropolis, Lex Luthor, and Deputy Mayor Jimmy Olsen. After a battle with Amazo, which resulted in the death of Hawkman, Oliver Queen, Green Arrow, became a bitter paraplegic who claims that the Justice League are aliens conspiring against humanity. Metahumans are eliminated or captured one by one, first the supervillains and then teams such as the Doom Patrol and the Outsiders. The Joker liberates the prisoners in Arkham Asylum with energy-generating gauntlets which he uses to trap Batman and kill Robin and Batgirl. Catwoman attacks the Joker and frees Batman, who then damages the Joker's gauntlets and snaps his neck on live television as Arkham explodes. Batman retreats to the Batcave with Catwoman while the Joker's murder tarnishes the Justice League reputation. Um, so yeah, this got pretty dark. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll start with the cover. Um, oh yeah, sure. There's a big nail where Superman should be. Hmm, what could that mean? <laughs> Yeah, uh, now the cover. Yeah, the cover's good. Um, it's is it the same artist as inside? I don't think so because it looks quite different. I think it is. Is uh, it? Mark Fa- yeah. Wow. Al Davis does the arc, and Mike Farmer does the colors, I believe, or the inks. He does the inks. Okay, because I say the um, um it seems... yeah cover arts Alan Davis and Mark Farmer. So wow. yeah, it's same. Wow, I mean, I, I just I much preferred the the art in than the interiors, uh, right? Yeah, it just it seems a lot more kind of simplified on the on the title. It's still good. It's just yeah, um, I guess I was pleasantly surprised when I opened the book inside. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you know, I thought the cover was fine. Like, I I didn't. Yeah, I I can see what you mean though. The interior yeah. art's definitely more yeah, organic. Awesome. Um, yeah. It just but, the uh, interior pops a little bit more, but yeah. the, the cover is just serviceable. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I'll read out this little verse because that's like frames the whole story, really. Mm-hmm. Um, for want of a nail, the shoe was lost. For want of a shoe, the horse was lost. For want of a horse, the knight was lost. For want of a knight, the battle was lost. So it was a kingdom was lost, all for the want of a nail. Which is quite nice, and it's by hmm. um, don't know how to pronounce it, but some old fuddy duddy from the 1600s. Um, <laughs> some old fuddy duddy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, Superman's quite clearly the knight, uh, which is you know things because things uh-huh. don't start off like that bad, but then it you know gets when you see more of what everything happening, it's pretty um, yeah. Right. Yeah. It, it weirdly 
almost strangely like everything kind of goes normal until a certain point like batman's still batman yeah green lantern still got his ring like everyone kind of ended up how they are until Mm -hmm. a certain point yeah i guess the big difference is in metropolis yeah, I was about right. to say, the big difference is in, like, Lex has been nullified. Uh, I mean, in the sense that... Actually, I shouldn't have said that because he does actually change Metropolis. Um, the state, you know, the police state kind of yeah. comes into the fore. But he, there's no crime. There's no crime, yeah. yeah everything's at an all-time low. Um, and he seems less... Um, yeah, he, he's taken a back seat. He's doing more of the, 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 the political side of things. Um, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so his methods are questioned by a lot of people mm-hmm. um, because it's essentially, you know, your 1984 freedoms are lost sort of mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Uh, although, uh, actually, from what I can gather, it's not quite as bad as 1984, but you know, that's the general vein of it. Um, and Jimmy Olsen, as his deputy mayor, I thought was a fun twist. Yeah, yeah he always seems to pop up, you know, in these Elseworld things. As, he was a lot uh, more prominent in this than I thought he would be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, rascally Jimmy. Um, so. But, but it was, it was and, good even to see, you know, the likes of Perry White um, and yeah. later on Lois. Uh, that's later on. But um, yeah. Yeah. This, the, is a, this is the point I kind of wanted to make is that the out of every elsewhere, I think this one has a very good position for kind of the the superman supporting staff mm, yeah. between you yeah. know we'll get to them all later but jimmy the kent lois uh, they all have a very interesting position in this book yeah i guess they would because they they'd be the most affected by superman not being around right. really yeah um you know and uh it's yeah it's interesting um i, I love how green arrow always seems to like die or get injured horribly <laughs> In Elseworlds, in like Justice oh, League Elseworlds, he? he always gets okay. Yeah, in Injustice, he gets killed. In The Dark Knight, he gets uh, deformed. Oh, jeez. Uh, and, you know, I didn't put that together. hilarious. Um, <laughs> well, I guess yeah, he's, apart so... from Batman, he's the only kind of like human, right? Yeah, and you yeah. can't hurt Batman. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, well, Batman does get broken in this pretty much. Well, uh, in a different way, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I do, I guess, the first really big change is uh, Hawkman dies fighting Amazo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Green Arrow is crippled. And now he's turned into like a crazy person. Um, what, what, can I just ask, what is Hawkman's power set? Is he just someone that can fly? Is that... Oh, uh, he's like a really strong alien, okay. I think. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a Hawkman dude, but he, his, but he is cool. His thing yeah. is the nth metal, right? And that kind of has vague oh, yeah. properties or that okay. that's what let him lets him float that makes a kind of healing factor for him okay i yeah, actually i don't right. know yeah. if if it creates like a super strength if it does like not a you know enormous amount mm-hmm. in most comic books walkman is known to have slightly enhanced physical strength okay that's okay. that's from wikipedia right here oh uh, yeah got in... hawk eyes <laughs> i know <laughs> There's, there's also a thing, because um, like Hawkman is one of those things where it's like uh, in the Golden Age, it was uh, he found some like Egyptian artifact or something, and this his archaeologist was turned into Hawkman. But in the Silver Age, he was an alien, mm-hmm. and I think post Crisis they kind of combined the two. So, but he's a cool character. I've liked 
you know, whenever he's popped up. He's dead mm-hmm. now, but... <laughs> yeah, well. The Hawk Woman's still around, so... Yes. Or Hawk Girl. Is a Hawk Girl or Hawk no, Woman? Hawk, Hawk Woman, I think, yeah. But, um, you know, the Adam was in this a lot. I find the Adam very fun. Yeah, he's pretty cool. I, I like, actually, you hear his, um... You learn about his power set here... I mean, again, from as, from a newbie point of view, and and it's pretty cool how he kind of just can manipulate his not only size but his mass and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. his density. It's pretty cool. So we got to the we get to the team meeting, um, which is really interesting because this is the first time we've seen <clears throat> you know the Justice League talk and what's going on. Their whole dynamic. Yeah. Um. You know, so. There's this whole, like, uh, xenophobia angle going on. Um, like, the idea that... Uh, because there's obviously there's humans in the Justice League and there's aliens as well, and then there's people yeah. like Aquaman. Um, yeah. I so, thought that created an interesting dynamic within the team. Um, that's, that's, I guess, like, the the point they're trying to drive home is the biggest difference when Superman doesn't show up on the scene is the the distrust yeah between mm-hmm. J- JLA and humans for lack of a better word even just the humans in general right and everybody kind of being suspicious of who's an alien who's not and it just it, it seems like it's a it's just, it's a <clears> bigger <throat> divide like it's implying that superman's kind of would have been the bridge between the two worlds yeah yeah um because yeah he's he's very much the champion of right. Earth, and he's kind of of both worlds, you know? Yeah. So, and he, he is a bridge, because he he loves talking to people, he doesn't wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Yep. He, he's very charismatic, um, you know, whereas without him, yeah, there's just, the relations aren't really there. Mm. And, and this is all raised really thing. well. Uh, yeah, sorry, Connor, it's, it's all raised sorry, really, yeah, all raised really well amongst this discussion between the JLA. I think it's, it's 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 quite fascinating between how they kind of discern um, everyone from, as you said, um, people wearing masks. You know, there's that differentiation, but also the metahumans and um, like Aquaman as well. Who's yeah, yeah. So it's it's pretty cool. I mean, Wonder Woman's the closest they have to a face, mm. but it's just not quite enough. Like she's even mm-hmm. meeting with the White House and stuff, and yeah. um, I don't know whether it's, she just doesn't have the powers or the presence or whatever but for some reason it's just not really maybe the, the, it the seems team to has be been divided a thing of like well since in this world we're all you know harsher opinions on aliens we kind of suspect we don't know if you're an alien or not yeah yeah well we, yeah. we get to that a bit later i mean they, they do get their suspicions yeah yeah, yeah. that's right yeah. um yeah and uh, Hal actually took initiative here, and he he's the one who called the meeting, and he's he's like, hey, we need um, press, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know. So he called in Lois Lane, mm-hmm. um, who's the person I guess who hasn't uh, the person in Superman supporting cast that's probably changed the least mm-hmm. out of all of them because she doesn't like Lex still, and she thinks something there's uh-huh. like a conspiracy, yeah, which there is. Huh. Um, spoiler. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I found this, I found the whole, the JLA meeting to be a very interesting, fun scene 
you know, the the whole team dynamic without Superman. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did too as well. Um, I thought it was pretty good. Um, yeah, it. I think it carried on a little um, when they did split up and they, they I think they were paired off uh, and they were still kind of talking. For me, I found that a little bit lengthy, but I thought that the initial meeting that they had uh, was was a pretty good indication of of where everyone stood and what they wanted, what they needed to do. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's cool. We cut to the outsiders. So this actually involves more of the DC universe than I thought it would. It mm. has like a bunch of teams, like, you know, the doom patrol and stuff as well. Um, so like we get the outsiders here kind of talking about stuff. Um, <laughs> black lightning. I, I've only known him from the Netflix show. And he, yeah, he just looks really different here. That's all. Is that any good, by the way? I have. No, I mean, I've only just. I'm not. Oh, okay. It. Yeah, yeah. I've, just heard things. I've heard some people say it's great, and some people say it's not. So okay. Uh, but I, I like him because he's he originated in Metropolis. He's based in Suicide oh, Slump. Okay. Yeah, uh, he's like the only other Metropolis superhero, unless you count uh, old Gangbuster. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. And Steel, I guess. Uh, who is also awesome. I love Steel. Um, but, uh, yeah, because Black Canary used to date Green Arrow, and she's obviously mm-hmm. going, oh, well, I feel bad about this whole thing. You know, he's ranting on the television. Yeah, so. he's turned into a, a bitter, <laughs> twisted you know, fellow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so can I ask you, Ray, like, is, is this the first book that you've read that kind of incorporated, like, a, the larger DC universe instead of just one character or one team? Um, I think I've read like just randomly like a JLA comic here and there, um, just because mm-hmm. say I've had to review it, um, for, for a show. Um, so, but this is, this, yeah, pretty much is like the first kind of, this is like the first introduction to any, like, I don't know a lot of these people other than mm. the JLA, um, mm-hmm. Black Canary I know of. Uh, and the others, I just wouldn't have a clue. I thought I thought Geoforce was pretty cool. I don't know if he's a real a real character or not. Is he? Or... Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah, is he? okay. He's part of the Outsiders. Okay. Um, I guess I guess Kingdom Come, but like Kingdom Come had a specific on like a small cast though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that was, did have a gonna, bunch of them. But I'm yeah. gonna mention this like later, but I felt like this read around. It made me appreciate other else worlds that incorporate like the larger universe as a whole, yeah. which would be like Kingdom Come or uh, Final Frontier, mm-hmm. mm. or sorry, Next Frontier. Net new What's frontier, it called? Yeah, new yeah. Frontier. Yeah. yeah, I just read sorry. it uh, a few weeks ago. This is that's a Darwin, uh, Darwin Cook, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I've read yeah, I read that one as well. That's pretty good. Yeah, they, they feel like that they blend the whole universe together more smoothly mm-hmm. whereas this kind of feels like i don't know he, he obviously maybe alan davis just had like ideas for every individual and i don't know if he blended them into mm. one universe mm. that well it, it feels like despite being an elseworld uh maybe as someone who isn't as familiar with the dc universe maybe it, it felt i felt like maybe you would kind of feel thrown in the deep end despite it, you know, maybe should have more of a standalone feel. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I was a little, but um, I guess I was, I don't know, just expecting that. 
Um, I, like I didn't expect to to see the Outsiders, who I've never heard of uh, in my life. Uh, Doom Patrol, I've heard of, thankfully because of the show. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean yeah. So I just kind of rode along with it, and and it being an Elseworlds thing, it's like, well, everything's kind of different anyway. So uh, yeah, yeah. I just I just kind of I'm trying to take it all in as much as I can. Yeah. I mean, knowing knowing who everyone was, I didn't feel like that. I thought it felt it it created the sense of the universe pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I guess like uh, the, the 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 Doom Patrols, it never really came together. But I didn't think it needed to. I think it was just effective mm-hmm. at showing like how it's affecting different groups. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and for the record, Ray, the Outsiders, I believe, were formed by Batman when he left the Justice League because they weren't edgy enough for him. So okay. <laughs> Um, right, so they're kind of like X Force. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. without the killing, I guess. Ah, <laughs> so, oh, okay. So they're still okay. Yeah, this is confusing, but anyway, um, you know, and Lois. Uh, in I will, I will just point out in one panel, Batman has uh, pupils, but then yeah, he doesn't. I noticed others. that. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, Lois, Lois does not like Batman. Um, and you know the, the this second little meaning is just kind of like them arguing, I guess. Yeah. Um, you're like Batman. You are not helping their public image. Yep. And he's like, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, which honestly, like, I'm kind of with Batman on this one. I can understand where he's uh, coming from. Yeah, he he's just your old school. I don't care about all this fluff around it. I just want to meet out justice. That's all he wants to do. I guess sure. he doesn't yeah. have to deal with the repercussions that the others do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because he's Lois, Lois is looking scale. at the biggest, pic- bigger picture because that's yes. her job. Yeah. 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 That's actually a really good point. Yeah. So Batman's very kind of blinkered in in what he sees. Um, Lois is it's got a greater perspective, um, a bit more holistic. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like Batman even says, I joined this to fight crime more effectively. You know, I don't really care about yeah. anything else. Whereas the others are like, oh look, we're kind of getting screwed over. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> everyone already thinks you're a monster, so it doesn't matter. But <laughs> um, then we go to Arkham, and Catwoman's having like a fun scene with a psychiatrist. <laughs> um, they seem to be getting along quite well. Uh, which I found really funny. Mm. Uh, then he gets blasted. He gets done, and that's <laughs> unfortunately, actually, unfortunately, yeah. And that's the first kind of. I mean, it wasn't too shocking, but that was the first like, oh, okay, he's actually gone. Like, um, I think it's the first time someone died. Yeah, um, yeah, and it just it continues on from there. So, but I like how he pulls out the photos, and she's like, "Oh, are these from your private collection?" Or and he's like, <laughs> um. <laughs> "She knows how to get under the skin of some, you know, guys." I don't know what she's even doing. Like, she admitted herself. Um, like she 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 says she like put herself into there deliberately. So I don't think she's really doing anything evil or anything. She's kind of there. Um, yeah, I mean, something like, getting something. No, she's saying that like you you um you're here to psychoanalyze me. I, I, did he invite her there? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it's it's pretty vague. Well, she says she surrendered to the police to clear her name. That's right. Mm. Yeah, um, but yeah. So it turns out the Joker has these fancy gloves, and he's busted out the whole joint. Oh, the and... Joker, isn't he? He's a pretty bit of badass here, isn't he? Oh, oh with his magic electric gauntlets. Well, what it's uh, just what he does, you know, what he does to, <laughs> you know. I don't know if I call it badass, but um, 
<laughs> well, um, as in that, like he's he takes it the step further. Like, oh, he does. This was the yeah. this was yeah. the, out of the whole arc and the three issues. What he does to to Batgirl and and Robin is the first like big moment for me. Um, and it's quite it's quite well done. You know, not not graphic or anything, but you can tell what he's like what he's done. The, dis- the description is quite graphic. Yeah, but um, you don't see it. You don't see it. Yeah. Exactly. It's like a Frank Bacon picture or whatever, and I googled those images, and I'm like, oh, no, oh those ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Francis um, <laughs> Bacon. That's um, pretty, pretty hardcore stuff. So, yeah, yeah. And uh, but uh, as Green Lantern, Lois are leaving the meeting. Lois finds out that Batman's human. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, because yeah, there's this Green whole Lantern's kind of like, he's not that bad. Yeah, because there's this whole kind of speculation, isn't there, that he might be metahuman because he's so mysterious and. Blah blah blah, but he isn't. Yeah, yeah. John decides to go in hiding for the good of the group because he doesn't look human enough. Yeah, and that's, um, that's another that's another angle. So you know, we have the aliens, we have the metahumans, but um, Martian Manhunter is is physically kind of non-human. So that's like just another yeah. facet that really has has kind of got the JLA. Um, you know, they're talking about divide and conquer. Um, that's just another thing that can really undo them. Um, so he does. I yeah. think he does a really cool thing. Very sensible. Well, I might as well just get away from here because I'm just going to make the matters worse. Um, yeah, yeah. And Aquaman pretty much says to Hawkgirl, "You should like go because why bother staying? Really? Because mm. obviously her the reason she was there was her husband. He's dead now. Um, and I really love the fun little segment with the Doom Patrol. It was just fun to see them there, even though they don't do much. They just get beaten up." <laughs> <laughs> that's cool oh yeah like uh yeah. the unconscious elastigirl just like she becomes big yeah. yeah yeah and she's just lying there like the size of a building um yeah i like um but they this, got yeah the, the the bandaged guy the negative man i think that was really, oh, negative man yeah yeah i thought that was really cool i mean again because i don't know much about him uh um, i know you, you mentioned something connor about he's mad at a pure energy or something i don't know um but also that metal guy, he gets kind of melted, smelted. Oh, robot man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're great. I love. I love that team. Um, yeah, that's great. And uh, yeah, so obviously Batman didn't want Robin and Batgirl to come in because hey, mm-hmm. this is for grown ups. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. he knows something's up. This is yeah, a force field there. It's like you know, <laughs> it's a bit suspicious where it only allows certain people in. So it's it's pretty obvious that. You know, whoever's behind it um, wants to invite them in for some reason. So I guess Batman's being precautious for the right reasons. Um, I'd also I'd bring them to like low risk gigs. You know, not the most dangerous mm-hmm. inmates in Arkham. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, this kind of seemed to me kind of what I was talking about. If it's like too con- convoluted, like did this seem like? I, I guess I want to ask you guys, like the. Uh, Robin and Batgirl dying. Did that seem necessary to the story for you guys? So um, the Robin and Batgirl, the, the death? Yeah. Even just this whole scene, I guess. Yeah, I, I think th- so. I thought so. I thought very much so because it it, it changes Batman. and Well, if anything, in this issue, it forces his hand and it's the first time you see kind of the JLA court on camera and being yeah. depicted as, as like evil monsters and, and kind it's of, the, yeah. 
it's the first strike against the JLA because mm. it happens to all of them, not as bad. Yes. And it also, you know, even though Batman ends up coming back anyway, it also the, this is the, really the first indication of how bad things get if Superman isn't there. Mm. Sure, yeah. like how really bad they get. Um, so well, I, I guess it's it's just a little weird that it's just like, well, what would be different if Superman was there? Like, does well, it there really connect this whole with the premise in the first place? Right. Because of what Which we don't know really learn later, until the end. yeah. yeah. If yeah. what we learn at the end, none of this would have happened in the first place. There yes. wouldn't be sure. a scheme, um, you know. So, yeah. Uh, so in a weird way, like the Superman, it's like um, this has happened. I guess by default, it's because of him, his absence, um, and it's the hurricane effect as well. Yeah. Well, okay. Life, I should say. Yeah, that's a like good, who knows good what little things have changed. Right. Without him there. Um, yeah, I guess that's the whole premise of the the book. Yeah. I guess it, to me it was, it was a little too many steps removed or maybe questionable like, oh, well, maybe he could have gotten that glove anyway. But mm-hmm. that that is a good point that it, it is a – the whole point is it's it's the butterfly effect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then we – poor Adam Strange – we find his corpse in space. I yeah. quite like Adam Strange. That he did not get a speaking role in this story. Um, he got so, a nice you know. panel. A nice panel of just floating. I do like. <laughs> I like Hal. I really like Hal in this whole story, though. He's very uh-huh. clued in. He's smart. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, he figures out that the Earth is covered in the source, and he do- he creates the symbol of yep. the Green Lantern, like mm. as a huge distressing. Like you know, he's not treated as a joke or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because, like, it's all about the Trinity these days, right? And all these big cosmic events, no one can help. Like, where's Green Lantern? Green mm. Lantern pretty much defeated death. Like, you yeah. know, he's underused because he's just not as popular as the big three, but, like, he's but a heavy hitter. He is, and I think um, he becomes less so in the shadow of Superman. So you take him away, and I think you just you, you then realise that, yeah, this guy yeah. is is really powerful. Um, mm. But he's but always like in, kind of overshadowed, the... yeah. That Jeff Johns, all those Green Lantern events, like Blackest Night and stuff, Green Lantern saves everyone, mm. you know? Like, yeah. he can't... Um, but, you know, as you said, in the shadow of Superman, and I think in the shadow of the Trinity in general, like, he's yeah. just not as popular, so he's not... You know, but, like, he should be a serious threat to, like, the Batman who laughs and stuff, you know? Yeah, sure. But, um... Anyway, let's just... <laughs> Batman who um, laughs. You had to get that in there, didn't you? Well, like, because <laughs> he's the current big bad of yeah, the DC universe. Sure. Yeah. Hell's, like, nowhere to be seen. In that, so um, well nowadays it always just seems like oh, Hal's off in space somewhere. Yeah, which he is, I guess. I mean, yeah. But um, anyway, uh, Joker's making everyone fight each other. Blah blah. blah you know, mm-hmm. I mean, we've there's not much to talk about here. Then he kills Robin and Batgirl, which we already talked about. Batman is. Uh, oh yeah, Batman's like. I was reading the comments of this issue, and they're like, "Oh, Batman would never joke a beg like that," and I'm like. I don't know. I think if he saw Robin and Batgirl being gruesomely killed in front of him, I'm yeah. pretty sure right. Batman would beg him to stop. Yeah, uh, I think I think that I think well. anyone would. Yeah, <laughs> and and I think just the mere fact that he does just shows the the gravity of the situation as well. That that's what Alan Davis right is trying to convey that even Batman would be begging because it, this is such a. Um, this is such an extreme measure that the Joker does. I think that's yeah. what we're meant to believe. So that's a... and Batman didn't want them to come in. Yeah, you know, he didn't yeah, want them to be well. there. Yeah, um, 
and like uh, Alan Davis is a Batman writer. I read a bunch of it recently because I've just read the Nightfall saga, and he wrote. I think he wrote the strongest issues, Alan Davis of that whole thing. So, mm-hmm. um, anyway, uh, then we have then we have like the Apocalypse thinks New Genesis attacked them, which turns out to be part of a scheme. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because we don't see Apocalypse and New Genesis turn up again, but it turns out that that happens, so the Green Lanterns don't come to Earth's aid. Yes, they get preoccupied uh, with, with the, the new God War, right, or, or something. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. of those two planets killing each other, and they're like, whoa. Yeah. So, which, by the way, a lot of this comes up in another now. Yeah, okay, which I will right. read, but I've heard it's not as good. Mm-hmm. It's not, but <laughs> that, that is this is leading up to something. Yeah, I mean, admittedly, this this little um, plot, this little um, plot here with with uh, with these gods, uh, I found the least interesting in this in this arc overall. And so I'm glad. I mean, it was I'm kind always of... happy to see Dark Side. <laughs> yeah, I guess cause I don't really just know being angry much. at Eugenesis all okay. the time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, Batman kills the Joker. That happens, and that um. happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he snaps. Um, I don't blame him. Like I, and I don't, I don't find Absolutely. it uh, disbelievable either. Yep. Uh, are, are there are there arguments that it is disbelievable, like unbelievable? I didn't see any. Okay. Yeah. Elseworlds, and, you know, get a Elseworlds. pass. Yeah. 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 Plus, if we don't know, but if this is post Jason Todd, I would fully believe that Batman would kill the Joker if he killed another Robin plus Batgirl. Um, mm. Especially in the heat of the moment. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that was the first issue. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was really good. I thought I was intrigued by the setup. I enjoyed seeing all the DC characters. Uh, and I enjoyed seeing this kind of world without Superman. I thought, you mm-hmm. know. Um, yeah, what did you guys? Yeah, Adam, what did you think? Yeah, I mean, I think I kind of touched on it. But my first issue going through, I my fear was like, Oh, is this a little too messy? Like, could mm-hmm. could this part have been cut out and the story would have been just fine? Is it getting too far away from its, you know, its its premise that it promised of of Superman being away? Is it like too far removed? Mm. Is it just like do the Doom Patrol need to be in there? Do the new gods need to be in there? Mm-hmm. Does you Batman your need mouth. this much panel time? <laughs> Well, I love him, but it's just like at some point. Oh, no, I completely understand. A little, a little much, but uh, overall, uh, you know, very solid. Mm. At the same time, like it's yeah, it's it's a it's a decent story. I think it, the first issue to me, is maybe the weakest one, which mm-hmm. is odd okay. for a comic book story. Yeah, it would turn a lot of people off. You know, you want to actually draw people in for the first issue. Yeah. So yeah. See, this, this issue did really draw me in. Um, mm-hmm. Was I was I was skeptical. Like I wasn't skeptical of it, but for a little bit of background, um, this was one of Adam's general recommendations, part of his one hundred yes. list, mm. which the listener of the show, attractive lesbian, uh, saw on his list and wanted to read, but he couldn't get motivated to read it, so he wanted us to cover it so he would read it. <laughs> And then by another twist of fate, Adam himself comes on the show, and Adam is more down on it than I am. It's almost part of it for me, too, is like, oh, I know this is being read because it was on my list. And it's a weird type of pressure 
that I'm reading it, and it, it, every every flaw, I'm like, oh no, did I do bad? No, it's <laughs> fine. Uh, but yeah, but overall, yeah, I I think I have more positives of thing things to say yeah. the next two issues. Okay, yeah, I mean, I thought it was um, I enjoyed it actually as well. I agree with you, Adam. It it did get a little messy, but um, I do love the the moving parts to it. Like I like the large ensemble, and I like how. Alan Davis is is juggling it, and and um, we do get enough an, enough time with with a lot of the characters, at least if not all of them. And we, we do get the cameos from the likes of the Outsiders and uh, Doom Patrol uh, and the like. But um, uh, yeah, I thought it was good. I think he did a good job in in handling all that um, and trying to tie it together. But uh, I feel it could have been a little tighter um, uh-huh. the way it was um, told. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, it got me invested as well to, to actually, to read the next, to see what happens. Mm. Um, and like I said, there were other little plot threads, which I was less interested about, namely, um, surprisingly the, the cosmic one. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. So yeah. It, was, it was pretty good. Uh, actually, and the art, I, I love the art. Um, I love Alan Davis's art. So yeah, um, that was really it was. It's really, really great nice. art. We should pull yeah, that out. yeah, really nice to 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 like look at. So yeah, it definitely. I think that's a big factor. Is it's very nice to look at. Um, mm. Yeah, as as I think, I loved seeing all like the little, all the other side characters. You know, because for me, that's that's the whole premise. Is like Superman being the nail, not being there. Like it mm. affects everyone, whether directly or indirectly. So I really enjoyed all the um, yeah, you know as much the universe as possible so that was part one now we're going to part two synopsis read by adam all right up up and away metamorpho is brainwashed into killing the thinker and perry white and dies while trying to tell martian manhunter what happened green lantern encounters the orbiting corpse of adam strange and discovers a force field around earth that prevents anything from leaving the planet the Flash saves Raj al Ghul and the League of Assassins from the attack by Amazo while seeking the mastermind behind all of these events. Wonder Woman is framed for the destruction of the White House. Riots erupt soon afterwards and Luther takes control of the United States using flying mask robots called the Liberators to enforce the law. The members of the Justice League are captured by the Liberators who are shown to be Bizarro-like clones of Kal-El until Batman, the Flash, and the Atom are left. Lois Lane, a journalist investigating the anti-metahuman propaganda campaign, suspects a conspiracy. At the metahuman research facility, Lois meets Dr. Lana Lang, who sends her to Smallville, where the Kents help shelter escaped metahumans. Returning to Metropolis and discovering Luther as in an unresponsive fugue state, Lois confronts Jimmy who reveals that LexCorp discovered Kal-El's empty spaceship and found traces of his DNA within it. Luther used the alien DNA to create Bizarro clones and turned Jimmy into a Kryptonian human hybrid. The metahumans have been imprisoned and harvested for their DNA in order to convert humans into Kryptonians and create a Kryptonian society ruled by Jimmy. Um, So, uh, yeah, cover for issue two. Uh, a lot of the Justice League is down. You have Green Lantern, Flash, Adam, and Wonder Woman standing there. Green Lantern front and center, which I like. For the second time, yes. 
Yeah. I mean, this was back in the day where I guess it wasn't just Trinity, Trinity, Trinity. You know, this was, you know, before, um, you know, more when, like, a, like the Flash and Green Lantern had, like, as big a part as Wonder Woman. You know? Yeah, because yeah, um, I'm surprised that Wonder Woman isn't front and center here. That's all. Because she... if this was done today, yeah. she would be. Yeah, which I think is a shame. Like, as in, not not because I hate Wonder Woman or anything. No, just no, because... but because they're catering towards you know the flavors. Yeah, you know DC yeah. has a lot of wonderful characters. You know, we don't need mm, to focus absolutely. on the big three mm-hmm. every single time. Not mm. that I will complain if it's Superman, but I admit I am biased. So. <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, so The Nail, book two. Uh, you know, everyone's finding about Batman, going crazy, and then Batman shows up with an unconscious Catwoman, and he's completely broken. He's uh, broken, yep, absolutely. He's The eyes sell it, I think. Um, and he repeats, dead, dead, dead. Yeah, um, so, yeah, he's seen horrific things. Um, but, yeah, that's, um, yeah. that's his plight. Um, in the meantime... I guess all the other, what do you call them? JLAs, Justice yeah, League. Justice League. Um, um, they investigate. Yeah. yeah, they 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 go on their their separate ways to investigate. Um, and Wonder Woman's kind of like Batman's criminal actions have discredited us all, and Flash is like, you know, I don't believe it. This could just be media bias. You know, <laughs> Batman's not around yeah. to defend himself, and Hal is the voice of reason, and he's like, hey, there's a giant sticky globe around Earth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they said they all split up, um, and all the Green Lanterns. Oh yeah, they split up to investigate like the Force Field and like yep. the different villains, what the villains are doing because they haven't yes. heard from them. But yeah, all the Green Lanterns have been called to Oa, as we mentioned, to do the to help with the New Gods War, which is absolute carnage from that one panel we see. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Orion upside down and yelling, which I absolutely love because he's like the world's angriest man um, <laughs> or god, I guess. So they're all off doing that. They can't help Earth. And I really like uh, John's like startled look because Hal's pretty much just walked in on him naked. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just Hal, he could have at least knocked or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, forgive me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's cool. I like seeing uh, him in his original form. Um, but and yeah, he makes he... interesting point here. Yep, because he he adopted like his form as a compromise. It shows he's still an alien, yeah. but he's also not that different to humans. And yep. even that wasn't enough. Mm. Yeah. Um... Yeah. Interesting choice to still stay green, but take on more human features. Yeah. Mm. It is because, in, in essence, he hasn't really helped his cause much. I mean, humans will right. still see green. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, yeah, but he's not willing to go all the way to a human mm. skin tone. Yeah, that is kind of the interesting part of the character to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we, you know, they have a discussion about it, and this I, I like. Again, like, I, I really like all these scenes where they're, um, you know... Uh, oh, yeah, Hal points out that this, this force field is, like, light years ahead of mm-hmm. human technology, so mm-hmm. it can't be Luther because everyone kind of thinks it's Luther, but Hal's like, mm, it's a bit too advanced, even for Luther. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we get a cool sequence that Flash is investigating every single 
villain heart out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the city of Gorilla yeah. Grodd is just, like, decimated. <laughs> yeah, the meat of the issue is uh, to me is Flash going around everywhere and noticing people are being taken out one by one. Yeah. So, yeah, Flash comes to Ra's al Ghul and Talia, and he takes out Amazo really easily. Oh, I love I love it. Is this? Did you, anyone yeah, I have any? That was nice. Yeah, no one had any um, problems with this. Like you know. Well, I mean, Amazo took out the JLA and Flash. Yeah. Why, do it just yeah. Why didn't the Flash do it? Yeah, yeah. Before? That's <laughs> yeah. That, that's the one thing you kind of think of. Yeah. Um, I, I guess, know. but I, I think that the solution was clever enough that I was like, okay, great idea. I love I love the way he used his powers. Awesome. I, I suppose you could you could chalk it up to maybe he's had more time to think about Amazo since his yeah you know possibly first encounter with him. Yeah. That's true. And Raz also says it's a pretty ruthless tactic as well. Maybe mm. the Flash doesn't want to get used to the feeling of putting his hand into someone's head. So um, cool, maybe but... he didn't know he's a robot before. That's true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. It's very very clever. Uh, solution there because he because he goes into you know amazo's like i have all your powers mm. he's like no you just can copy the powers you don't know how you don't have the human creativity yeah and that that was a very that's a very cool way to to handle amazo i think that is yeah yeah because it is potentially very dangerous anyone that can just copy your powers is you know by all rights on your on the same level but but if you have your creativity a bit of you know uh-huh. Cunning, like the Flash did. Uh, yeah, it proves all the uh, all the better. Yeah, yeah. I like I like how Raz is like, "Hey, you can come with us. We're just getting the hell out of here." Yeah, um. right. yeah, yeah. And he goes, "No, no, I'm not giving up. Yeah, I'm staying." Yeah. Um. um and then we go back to the Batcave. Uh, Batman broken, broken bat. Poor fella. <laughs> yeah, and actually, Selena's reaction was, um, yeah, you know, like yeah, she's a villain, but she's not, you know. So yeah, I've got a lot of um, yeah, I, I like Catwoman. I think I think she's. I mean, the way she was portrayed here as well. I mean, she's by no means an, a ruthless evil criminal. No, she she has a lot of empathy, um, you know, for, for the situation. She cares. Uh, yeah, and and I find that really good. She's, she's very much. Well, she even says. She even says she's going to make the Joker pay for, like, mm. killing them. Yeah. Because, um, you know, they were just kids, really. Yeah. Which is kind of like, hey, Batman, don't recruit kids for your little war. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> what happens, huh? <laughs> it keeps happening. Robins yeah. keep dying. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Batman's pretty much catatonic. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, we get a cool sequence with the Atom after this, where he's... Yeah. Uh-huh. Another cool... Yeah, well, yeah. I guess to me, the Batman part is the least interesting part of the story. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was kind of like, all right, he's he's be, being given a lot of panel time here. Yeah, because he's Batman. But is this really? But, can we know, go back to the Adam? You know, we all know I love complaining about Batman screen time and panel time. But right. I honestly didn't get that vibe. The only time I felt that was when he was on the front cover for the third issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, like, I feel like he gets equal screen time to everyone else. But, like, I guess uh, I guess the point is he doesn't end up... Oh, actually, yeah, I don't know. Um, what do you mean? Yeah, well, I, think he had a good, I think he had a good arc in this, all, all up. 
um, just his storyline. Um, but yeah, it's, um, I didn't think it overshadowed anything else. Um, but okay, he does have a. I guess I see your point though, because um, it it like why logically why would he get as much screen time as Green Lantern, who's still active and yeah. Overall, I just kind of thought like this could be cut. Okay, but it won't be because it's Batman. Yeah, but I mean, but it ties in towards the the climax though and the finale, right? So you you have to keep on, you know, showing what happened, how he kind of developed, and how he got to where he he is at the end. Mm. I think. I mean, uh, that's how I see it. I mean, I, I look again. I'm not by no means a a, a big Batman fan or anything, but uh, I, I can see the the use of it. Um, sure. Yeah. I think, I guess I've read a lot of stuff where Batman is really shoehorned in, and this just, maybe, maybe it's just it's so bad nowadays that maybe it was bad <laughs> when this was released, but it just doesn't feel bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, That's just interesting, because I, I don't feel like I, nowadays I'm more like, yeah, he's everywhere, but I can ignore it. Mm. But this one, for some reason, I was like, uh, okay. okay. Like, I guess I was just more interested in everything else, maybe. Yeah, yeah that's no, no, fair. absolutely, yeah. I mean, like, I, I really enjoyed, uh, like, as we mentioned, the Atom coming out later on. And yeah. I love that Flash thing. Like, I want to see more of that. Um, I wanted yeah. Flash to actually do more. Um, Green Lantern had a, had a... Actually, even Wonder Woman, she she was kind of kind of nullified a little as well. She didn't uh, do much. Yeah. No, not much at all, considering, you know... Her, all the others did character. more than her. Yeah. Like, the Atom did more than her, um... Mm. But uh, I like, um, like, uh, just because speaking of that Batman thing, I think a good example is Forever Evil. Uh, Ray, Ray, basically, Forever Evil was a Justice League event where essentially the villains had to save the world. Okay. Because the Justice League got took out and the villains were being led by Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor grew his own Bizarro. And all that stuff was really awesome. But Batman got, like, half the screen time. And it was really obvious because oh. he was just... Just because he was yeah. Batman. Okay. Even um, in the beginning, it was it was a team of all villains and Batman. And it was so oh, obnoxious. And yeah. He, he was so annoying. Yeah. He was forced in. He was boring. You know, Lex Luthor and like Black Adam and stuff. That was all interesting. But yeah, that was a really, I think, obvious example of just Batmania. Yeah. <laughs> taking over. But um, yeah, I love I love this whole thing like the electric field that's vaporizing the bugs. Mm-hmm. And when he gets chased by the, like, amoeba, uh, oh, yeah, those the, the like cells. Globules. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really love that. Yeah, that was, that was cool. I, it's just, there's so much fun you can do with um, miniaturized heroes. Because um, it's, it's really a different world, isn't it? Um, at that scale. So, no, it was, it was a lot of fun. And he discovers DeVoe. Um, who I've forgotten what he his uh he was it was he a criminal? No, the, the dead guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, the thinker. I'm the thinker, at, yeah, the thinker. The thinker. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah that's so that's it. that's a super villain. Yep. Who he just discovered? Yeah, it's, has been taken out. Taken out. Yeah, and then uh, we get to because he found out stuff and yeah. Got, um, then then we get to um. Actually, I love the reveal of his corpse, like the way just that under the they paper. just play. With yeah, it. yeah, like how they just play with like how he's minuscule compared to everything. I think is done really well. Mm. Um, or like a sort of yeah. The, I'm looking at now the Adam kind of like 
unfolds like a a piece of paper, like a like a curtain, to reveal yeah. his face. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, we we get to Perry White's assassination. Mm-hmm. And done in by Metamorpho. What's his name? Metamorpho. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's an interesting character. He's pretty cool. I like his color scheme. Yeah, I love Metamorpho. Interesting place for him in this story to just kind of be a... Because uh, he is a superhero. Yeah, so he's like an assassin here, though. Right. He's yeah. kind of been... Actually, I'm not even clear. Not coerced. Forced somehow, but he, not he... brainwashed. No. Is he like... Yeah, I can't... Wasn't he like mind-controlled or something? I don't even... I don't know. Uh, they're holding... They're holding his woman hostage. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because he, he's uh, very... He's very well... And he's well, also... He's, he's dissolving. This. He's like, I don't want to be doing this. Yeah. Oh, he's okay, also yeah, dissolving yeah. at the same time, which is, um... Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Perry's dead. Uh, and Jimmy's like, hey, Lois, check out this alien site near Smallville, this government agency. That's what got me to believe... Um, and then we have like this Aquaman sequence where there's like this alien boat digging up all the mm-hmm. life, and then he gets captured. Yeah, uh, with these other, he's fighting these other. Was it Or Orm? Um, what's his name? Mm-hmm. O- Orm, Ocean yeah. Master Orm. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, but he gets captured. Yeah, and then we get we come back to Batman and. Alfred and Selina hatched this brilliant scheme oh, that geez. is sure to work. <laughs> that is um, <laughs> really sick scheme. But yeah. Where Selina will dress up as Robin and try and talk him out of his stupor. Yep. And then Batman goes crazy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Selina, who looks quite good in the Robert costume, I guess, yeah. um, weirdly enough, and like, hey, we thought this would work. And <laughs> that is very risky. Like a guy that dresses up as a bat and you know maims people, and he's already on edge doing that. It's funny. Yeah. yeah. Um. I. You know. I think. I do think to. I do think that. Um. I like that. Selena was is showing her compassionate side here, even if it is very misguided. Mm-hmm. You know, shows that she cares, which is nice yeah. about the horrible tragedies that have happened. Um, and uh, yeah, so how oh God, how how gets duped? <laughs> yeah, so he, he gets done. He gets um, his time in the sun to be kind of kind of framed this time in he, Europe. He knows he's getting duped though, but mm. it he can't really do much about it. Um, but he does what I like. He just closes his eyes mm-hmm. and takes them out because he's not because he's not subject to their visions. Because uh, yeah. they're, they're obviously they're infecting him with visions, and he's losing control of his ring and destroying everything. But he focuses, closes his eyes, you know, because people forget that how Jordan possibly has like the greatest willpower on earth. Mm. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and this is fighting uh, Count Vertigo, and is that Dark Star? Oh, what's his name? Uh, Major. Oh no, is that major? Di- that's not major disaster, is it? Major disaster. Yeah, I guess, oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I guess that's that's a that's just a more retro look for major disaster than I'm used to. Mm. But that is uh, a major disaster. I guess I'm not familiar with. But yeah, he and uh, Count Vertigo, who would be messing up. It, 
is it, Count Vertigo, I guess, is the reason he has to close his eyes, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a beautiful splash page of um, yeah. a Green Lantern there just walloping Count Vertigo with a, a green yeah. boxing glove. I love it. And I guess this might be what... Um... We'll get to that feedback after we finish what Robert was talking about, how Justice League 200 set this sort of precedent of these big splash pages with League members. Yes. Because um, mm-hmm. I, I read that before this issue, and there was a lot of gorgeous splash pages of... Because mm-hmm. the whole premise of that is the old Justice League is brainwashed, so the new Justice League has to take them out. So you have, like, Hawkman fighting Superman, uh, Green Arrow and Black Canary fighting Batman, and there's these gorgeous splash pages like this that we're talking about mm. for each of those fights. Mm. Um, so, yeah. And then we cut to... This was interesting, because I saw the Fortress door. Yes. And I'm like, oh, what's this? Yeah. Um, and they open it, and then this... They start getting taken out. Which is pretty cool. Yes. Uh, the way it's just... It moves so fast. Yeah. You see Superman's powers and effects. Uh, not, not that it's Superman. Spoilers. Uh, and initially I was worried, I'm like, wait, is this going to be an evil Superman? But I did remember right. Adam was posting about all how redundant evil Superman was, so I didn't think it would be <laughs> on his list. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but it was a really cool sequence, I thought, of him taking out the Outsiders. Yeah, it was very much, I think it was very much set up with, uh, there was a suggestion, or I think Jimmy mentions about Smallville and stuff, so you're starting to get this connection again with Superman, so I loved it seeing the 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 door to the Fortress of Solitude again. It had me uh-huh. thinking. It's like, oh gosh, okay. So Superman, he must be like working behind the curtains and stuff, maybe with with Lex Luthor or, or whatever, um, for some reason. Uh, so yeah, no. So this was a nice little build up. Uh, although, as you say, Connor, it's no spoilers. It's uh, not necessarily the case. It's a nice little fake out. Mm, yes. Because who it does end yeah. up being. I don't think you would suspect. <laughs> no, I I didn't. I didn't see that coming at all. I was very surprised. <laughs> yeah, it was very cool. Yeah. Uh, so we're in the spooky government facility, and they're like, "Hey, we're totally not doing anything shady here." Um, which is which is funny because Emil Hamilton is like the project lead, and he's usually kind of a good guy. Oh yeah, um, of course, Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Superman's little yeah Reed Richards yeah. Um, without the stretchy powers, but uh, yeah. And I do love how you have, I can't remember his name, but that big, like, bought, that big figure of, uh... Oh, he's uh, called, like... Chemo. The chemic- Chemo. Yeah, Chemo. I like how he's just lying under the floor. <laughs> that made yeah. me laugh. Because um, they have a collection oh, of... wow. A, a bunch of, uh, superheroes and supervillains just in... Yeah. In stasis, it looks like. Yeah. And we get Firestorm, uh, Silver Banshee. Don't know who that is on the right. A uh, Black Orchid. Uh, Hmm. Oh, who's what's she from? She had her. I I know her from. Uh, she was in Justice League Dark for a little bit, but she she's had her own uh, series in the nineties or eighties. Okay. And do I see I see Hawk and Dove as well? They're, is that? Is oh that yeah, Hawk they're they're kind of being taken away taken in the away hallway in the background. Handcuffs. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't notice that. Oh, I didn't notice that. That's cool. Um, yeah, nice original original dove, it looks like. Yes. A male dove. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we have Man Bat, Animal Man. Um, and is that oh, Ice? Animal Man, yeah. I think, that's, I think that's Dolphin. And oh. we have Iguana Beast. And 
Congorilla. Yes. So it's, it's oh, like Congorilla. Like Congorilla. The it's return. a cage of all these animal-based superheroes. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That, that's yeah. I didn't spot that actually. All the animal superheroes. Yeah, that's I didn't cool. notice that until now either. That's a really nice touch, and um, I love all these like just these little cameos, you know, and uh, yeah. the Star Sapphire who we saw earlier, mm-hmm. um, but now she's been captured. And then Lois gets a note from Lana, who's working at the facility, to go to the Kent farm for the truth. And <laughs> this next sequence, like, where the dude gets catfished by Manhunter. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's even a sketch about that, where Manhunter, like, dr- disguise themselves as beautiful women, and they're all like, you got Manhunter. Um, and I guess this guy got Manhunter. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I didn't I didn't expect that. I'm like, oh, she's drawn quite nicely. He turns into Manhunter. Well, I'm like, oh. I, was, I was about to say, yeah, like Master Manhunter has really given himself, you know, a couple of really good assets there. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. Uh, so that was pretty funny. Um, but he comes out to stop Metamorpho, which mm. is where he explains uh, yeah. that they did something to his mind. Oh, okay. They did something yeah. as well. That, yeah, yeah. So the, the weapons you know, destabilized me. Oh no, that's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really not his fault. He's been destabilized and did something to his mind, and they're holding his yeah. girlfriend hostage. There's a lot of things going on with him. Yeah, and Manhunter's pissed in this awesome splash page. Another splash, yeah. He's, you know, kind of wish we'd be keeping track so far, but I guess I was actually I'm... I was going to mention them at the end uh, because oh, I, okay. I did yeah. want to mention. That I am keeping track of them. This this is when I I wanted to say like the art is phenomenal. Mm. Sweet. Okay, we'll do at the end then because I'd be very um. Uh, okay. But yeah, really great. I love seeing Angry Man Hunter and whatever he's saying just sounds awesome. Not that he can hear it, but you know what <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Yeah. So Manhunter thinks it's Lex. He runs off, and Lois goes to the Kents, who appear to be the humble, you know. Kents that we all know, the yeah, post-Christ ones that out. Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, they've been smuggling uh, people from the research facility. Mm. Um, people think it's out of place, like uh, John Kent was in World War Two, so you know, it's not like he's just a farmer. Okay. Right. Um, yes. So, you know, I think they'd be capable of kind of doing it. Mm. Uh, oh, but yeah. it's cool. They're doing uh, so well. Yeah, like I, like I said before, every... The supporting cast of the Superman world, I think he's come up with very cool positions for them. Mm. Yeah. Like, have you, have you said what they're doing? Yeah, they're, um, they're yeah smuggling, smuggling people yeah, smuggling out. Yeah. yeah, their thing is that they're, Kent Farm is now a safe haven. Yeah. For Whatever. obviously kind yeah. of <laughs> reflecting that the fact that in another world they would have made a safe space for Superman's rocket. Yeah. Mm. So it shows that, like, their care is an exclusive to Superman. They, you know, yeah. they... Mm-hmm would have affinity for metahumans in another reality. Yeah, they make I, a, a, a place yeah. for the outsiders. Yeah. I love the scene of them serving dinner. Mm. I think that's just really funny. Like, these three um, people in the Kent house just making dinner. Um, yeah. you got, is that Elastic Lad or is, is, or is that... Man, um, is elastic yeah, Man, Yeah, uh, Elongated Man. Elongated Man, sorry. If I is, may, you have Elongated Man... Ultra the Alien and Beast Boy sitting at the table. Yeah. Beast Boy's already started eating. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's hiding like a sandwich. So then we get Manhunter uh, in the Lex Tower, and we see the rocket. 
we see a Kryptonian uh, oh, rocket yeah. that looks a lot yeah, like the one Superman came in. Mm. Uh, and then we see a big starfish-like thing in the background. Yeah, yeah. And you think it's Starro. That's what I thought. Yeah. I thought it was Starro too, because, like, what else would it be, right? Exactly, then, yeah. Yeah. So that was issue two. So Ray will be reading out part three of The Nail. Enjoy. All right, here we go. Batman, Batwoman, formerly Catwoman, the Atom and the Flash free the captive Justice League members and destroy the Liberators, only to be confronted by a super-powered Jimmy. Jimmy defeats the League due to their inexperience with Kryptonian powers as the fight spreads to an Amish community. As Jimmy is about to kill Batman, he is stopped by a farmer who tries to reason with him. Jimmy unsuccessfully tries to incinerate the farmer with his heat vision. The farmer is revealed to be Kal-El, who was found as a baby by an Amish couple and raised as their son. Jimmy attempts to persuade Kal to join him, while his adoptive parents try to persuade him from getting involved in worldly affairs, but Kal refuses both of them, unable to ignore his conscience. Jimmy then kills Kal's adoptive parents in front of him with his heat vision and engages Kal in a fight. Despite the two of them being evenly matched, the stress of the fight causes Jimmy's DNA graft to fail and his body to disintegrate. With Jimmy and the Liberators defeated, the Justice League, without Batman who resigns from the League after he is acquitted of the Joker's murder, regains public confidence with the help of its newest member, Superman. So yeah, that's um all right. Yeah, it's a big big reveals in this one. Uh, a lot of a lot of fun actually. I think um and and uh, Adam, you were mentioning about how the first issue was wasn't potentially the strongest. Um, but this had a, this mm. really I think round out it quite well. Yeah, but we got I, I will say right yeah. off the bat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the first issue, I like I said, I was all like, uh oh, like is this. Not as good as I remember it. And then by the last issue, I was like, this finale is amazing to me. Like it, Mm. I, at the end, I thought this is, this is one of the greatest, like last (laughs) issues of any story. I think. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'd I'd agree. It was a lot of fun. Be personal to me. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I mean, it was, it's certainly highly entertaining. I I found it really, really Mm. cool. Um, but yeah, how about yourself, Connor? Uh, yeah, I liked it. It wasn't, for me, it was on the same level as the other issues, really. Mm. Um, I liked all of them. Um, I, the, the cover was like, I was like, oh no, is this going to be like Batman saves everyone? Or, because <laughs> you look at the <laughs> yeah. cover. And Green the, Lantern is. Batwoman are leading charge. Yeah, Green Lantern's relegated to the background now. <laughs> so, yeah. But, uh, I do like, I like how Catwoman becomes Batwoman, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I think I think the last cover the the cover could have been a lot better though. Um, yeah, it yeah. somehow doesn't fit the other two. They changed but the guess, color scheme. Yeah, yeah, you brought that. that they badge. changed position. Yeah, yeah, yep. The green is like ma- mainly green. I don't understand. Yeah, anyway, right. And uh, I guess the big reveals haven't really happened yet, so they can't mm. have that feature on the cover. Oh yeah, um, yeah, for sure. So he. The opening sequence is all with, like, the Lords of Order, the big magic hitters. And that scene boils down to this is why they aren't interfering. Mm, yeah. Um, that's just explaining why they aren't doing anything and they don't show up again. So it's not really that important. But it's fun to see uh, them anyway. Like, it is. Again. Yeah, it is fun to see. 
Yeah, from somewhere like where, so we're expanding again the ensemble, and uh, a- anything with the spectre in there looks pretty cool. If you, if you yeah. ask me, so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So yeah, Wonder Woman doing stuff. Well, finally, <laughs> I mean, she yeah, she this, hasn't done much. This is this is the third issue now, and she's actually finally doing something. Um, but not, not much, it seems. <laughs> so. Um, I'm trying to figure. Look what she was doing. That they tr- they invited oh, she, to the uh, White House, and they, yeah. they actually want to get a sample of her DNA. Yeah, and then uh, what was cool for me? I I love the uh, the Metal Men show up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. These actually, guys, they were they're fun. one of my favorite teams in DC. So it was, it was a real treat to see them. <laughs> nice. Just can just kind of show up almost as like a side thing of just like and now some cool metal men powers. I love the powers. I think the powers are great, and I love the the gimmick of them being different metals. Yeah, I yeah. love the metal men. They're yeah, they're really great. Um, so but before them, we get a Swamp Thing cast cameo. Uh, which I guess you guys haven't. Have you read Swamp Thing, Adam? Yeah, I've read a fair bit of Swamp Thing. So we have we have Swamp Thing himself. We have Alec Holland here. And then we have Matt Cable, who's the cop that's going oh, after wow. pretty okay. much all of the first run. And then we have Abigail, who's Swamp Thing's love interest later on, from what I understand. Oh. But she marries Matt Cable for a while. So the three of them are there. I thought that was a really cool cameo. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, did, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, and I think yeah, there's, Alec there's a Holland reference. just being human Alec Holland. Yeah, and I think there's a he, reference he's to He's there. Him. Yeah. He yeah he says uh, they're, they're researching yeah the biorestorative serum. I can't remember if that was what they were researching in Swamp Thing when the lab blew up and stuff, but I think that was it. I'm not sure. Um, I think you're right. But they didn't get to do their thing really, which is interesting. So like the horrible thing didn't happen to Alec, but he does blow up and you know <laughs> a few seconds because the White House blows up. So yeah, this is the frame job on Wonder Woman. And as you guys said, the Metal Men are very cool. The Metal Men had... I think my favorite part of Forever Evil was actually the Metal Men origin story. They did a new oh, origin. Oh, yeah. And a Metal Great Men, Metal and it was story. just pleasure to read. It was so if, cool. If people are looking for a Metal Men recommendation, I'll look up what that issue is, because that is... Yeah. That's their origin, and then... It's just a, just a great introduction of, like, what makes them uh, special. Yeah, they have really distinct personalities and their relationship yeah. with uh, their creator is really... His, his name is slipping me right now, but I don't know his name. I just don't know uh, slipping. Um, not Moro. Jeez. Uh, T.O. Moro. No, that, but that's not... That, that's a, Yeah, he says... Um, um, the, the issue is Justice League number 28. Yeah. And then the guy's name... Man, I just read a Metal Man story too. Doctor Will Magnus. Yeah, well, there's so there's yeah there's so many of these guys. There's Niles Corey, yeah. Will Magnus, <laughs> like all these kind of unhinged scientists. Um, <laughs> but uh, so Wonder Woman gets taken out by what I originally thought were like Superman robots, uh, and she gets yeah. one shot as well, like yep. just one hit. Kair is a pretty but, uh, um, pretty hard hit. Yeah. Yeah, and they do look so like that's... robots because they're numbered like one, two, three, four. The synopsis yeah, the... even called mm. them robots. Yeah, oddly, they're called the Liberators. I guess yeah. is what people are calling them. But yeah, it does list as robots. And um, Lex is making another speech. Oh yeah, there's Doctor Will Magnus there. 
Um, and the, he reveals them. Yeah, they call them super robots, the mm. liberators. Oh, okay. Um, so that's well, well, maybe calls a, them a lie. The super robots. It's a lie, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just a lie, yeah. You see what they really are. Then Hawkwoman. I like this sequence of Hawkwoman. Or Hawkgirl. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this is uh-huh. kind of her time to shine in the story. In nice kind of reference. She, she, yeah. It's a payoff from what her situation was in issue one. Yeah. 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 Did she show up at issue two? Maybe they're blurred for me, but I don't think she did. No, I don't think she did. I don't either. think she did either. No, no, she no, she didn't. She had left by after speaking with Aquaman, right? And Yeah. Issue one. Then there's the alien scum graffiti, which feels pretty bad because he gave his life, mm, <laughs> you yeah, know, defending yeah. them. Yeah. Um but this really awesome sequence where she goes down to help the kids trapped in the fire. Yeah, she's and she's re- in two minds, isn't she? Like she she's on her way out. She she wants to go, um, but she's pulled back. For, for, yeah, yeah. This this idea, this burning, I guess, desire to to actually help. Yeah, and so she brings them down. And what I what I really found pleasantly surprising was that like everyone was really grateful. Mm, yes, and not mistrustful mm-hmm. of her. Because all we've seen this whole series is everyone being mistrustful of them, but these people are like, yeah. hey, she helped, you know. Yeah, we never doubted try to, her. try to arrest her for being an alien, essentially. And then the family steps in and is like, yeah. we see what you do. We respect you. You're part of this, you know, world mm. to us. So it, it's not yeah. all, yeah. you know. It, it, before you could maybe say this, the series has presented all of humanity is against aliens and very suspicious but it, it does show no there are people in here who are you yeah know, reasonable and see the good in them yeah yeah and it's it's like even the the people they're saying like we don't believe what they've been saying right it's propaganda mm. um honestly it's weird because this whole sequence could have fit into issue two but um yeah you know yeah, I, I kinda uh, like it's it sort of complaint. It, yeah. it works here. Yeah, there is a lot that that was being packed in. Like, so issue two had a lot of stuff as well. Um, so right, uh, it would be hard to find a place. I think in there. Um, but but I can see what you mean. Like, as in timing wise, pacing that. Yeah, yeah. It would be good to get a sense of what the general public kind of think. Because mm-hmm. for the first two issues, we're, we're led to believe that this is the general consensus from society when I it's guess, not necessarily so. I guess we know what the general public of Metropolis thinks. Mm. Um, but, you know, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Batman, we cut to the Batcave and he makes a Krypton connection. Um, mm-hmm. Although, obviously, that's not like as relevant to them because Superman's not around. So, it's the first time they've heard of Krypton. Yes. Um, and like the Thanagarians or Thangarians, Hawkman's race had Kryptonian weapon schematics. So now that that leak's being established, and it's kind of setting. I I felt like I'm not sure what you guys thought. I felt like it was kind of setting like you up to think that maybe Superman had gone bad yes. in this reality. Yeah, yeah. No, I was still I was for still the second thinking. time they're yeah. trying to set that up. Yeah. yeah. Um, then we come to Aquaman, Hawkgirl, Marshman Hunter, Wonder Woman, all in chains. Uh, and Batman's like, I'm going to rescue them. 
I'm going in alone. And Selena's like, oh, you can't blame yourself for what happened to Robert and Batgirl. And it's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe there's a little bit of positivity here with a love blossoming. Um, and Alfred's walking away, smiling. Smiling. He does that a lot, actually. <laughs> um, prophetic to think that, you know, down the track... They get married. Yeah. Can they get married? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> no. Like, like, <laughs> that was a huge point of controversy because people wanted them to get married, and they're like, "No, it's a soap opera twist." Oh, uh, okay. They had a villain all along. Um, so people wow. were mad at that. They, they. I think there's a few elsewhere. They end up together, and she's like his first ever love interest. She was okay. introduced in Batman One. Mm. Um. So you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely and, uh, my favorite love interest for Batman. I like Talia. She's probably my favorite. Um, but, you know, I like Catwoman, too. But, um, it ironically, uh, yeah, Golden Age Batman and Catwoman did get together. Oh, that's, yeah, Earth, Earth 2. Yeah, married. and that, that was Huntress. Um, but then they changed Huntress's backstory, not to be different to mention all that jazz. But, uh, yeah. Um, so Green Lantern goes on a kamikaze scout mission, which I thought was cool. Yeah, I, th- I thought what was cool as well, they break his arm. <laughs> yeah, know? through the force. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, and uh, and he reveals, yeah he, yeah, he rips off one of the masks, and it's kind of like a um, like a Bizarro thing, isn't it? Yeah, they're, yep. they're Bizarros because they're yeah. just deformed clones of... Kryptonian DNA, and uh, yeah. but it has like the Brainiac symbol on his forehead. But Brainiac isn't in this, so. No. But uh, no, I almost wonder if that's just like a, a weird coincidence that they just drew something on their head, and it ended up being three circles. Yeah, I, I don't know, it, but yeah, I don't think it's a coincidence. <laughs> I think it's a reference, but um, okay. I think that's all it is. Okay, because it's just it's just way too much like Brainiac symbol mm-hmm. for me. Um. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so we get to Lois pulling a gun on Jimmy. Now, this is a bring me to Luther. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Luther's in a trance. He's a puppet. And then it's not, we don't, we see a starfish shape going mm-hmm. towards Lois, and it's uh-huh. a deformed crypto. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> with a giant laser eye. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so it's, it's a starfish with paws at the end. Mm. And then yeah. uh, just a dog's head in the middle. With There's a... also a hand. It has a yeah, hand. Actually, yeah, actually, you're right. There's a hand. And maybe a foot. A foot. <laughs> and a foot Jeez. as well? Like, oh, yeah. Just a real messed up looking crypto. Yeah. This is obviously just, this is like genetic experimentation that he's right. been doing. Um, thankfully, it's not actually crypto. <laughs> but Lois shoots it, which ends up killing it. Because um, mm-hmm. something about its invulnerability wasn't... Uh, Mm-hmm. done yet um but then like we get the big reveal mm-hmm. <laughs> the mastermind behind all of this is jimmy olsen and yes. he has kryptonian powers uh what an yeah. insane twist <laughs> it, it is very yeah. crazy yeah so this I, I i actually love despite being you know i declare myself president of jimmy olsen fan club <laughs> but the the reason that this works and is so cool is because they they even reference in the beginning his kind of history of yes yeah adopting a ton of powers and mm-hmm. going through crazy transformations. He's got a very rich 
you know, awesome history of that. So this kind of adding to that yep. is, is I think, a, a, an awesome thing. Again, a, a cool position for a supporting character. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, and, and he's worked his way up um, with Lex as well. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's not like it's out of the blue that he's this kind oh, of villain. It, it really makes sense. They also mention, because it seems like they, they wanted to consider, well, Jimmy would never be evil. They even mentioned something like, this isn't really Jimmy. This is like... Yes, he's dead. Like, yeah. he's gone. Like, it's... Yeah. yeah. So, so they, um, he was able to become Kryptonian because of his experience with genetic modification. Mm-hmm. And, like, his body's more adaptable to it. But there's some... It says, the Jimmy Olsen you knew no longer exists. The DNA graph did not merely rewrite his physical makeup, but also his psychology to prepare and absorb the race memories of Krypton. So very convoluted, but very cool (laughs) stuff going on with the body of Jimmy Olsen. Jimmy's not a person who would turn evil, really. Right. um, They make it work. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll go back to Jimmy in a sec, but I love how the Flash, like, vibrates through miles of Earth to get into the facility. Yeah, and he calls out that it's it's taken a lot of energy to do so. Cause it it, it yeah. would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks like he's in pain. Uh, I love, like, the little Adam team up. Yeah. And then they both go, mm. they just rush in pretty much to try and get them all out so they can fight their way out. But um, then we get... Then Batman comes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like, you blew it. You know, we were trying to do stealth and you just ran in. And um, Batman has the uh, even playing field because he has the Kryptonian weapons mm-hmm. now. They they seem to um, destabilize, uh, you know, the um, the DNA of the, these bizarro supermen. So incapacitates them quite easily. Yeah. And, um, yeah, back to Jimmy. Crypto, the superstar... it looks sad as he's dying (laughs) and that's where we get the explanation for jimmy Mm -hmm. um luther by the way is is this just empty shell he's He's a puppet puppet. yeah 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 which is yeah very yeah i found it it's quite an interesting take on luther as well because so many Mm -hmm. you'd think that he's a mastermind he's quite calculating but in the end he's he's really nothing um yeah Kind of ha- similar what happened to him in uh, whatever happened to the man of tomorrow. He got brainiac. Um, oh yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. There was that. There, the, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that that was actually a really cool scene. A cool bit of that. Yeah. Again, it's fitting for Luther. He thinks he's top stuff, and then he gets you yeah. Know, his yeah. arrogance. It's humbling for him. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Jimmy essentially he turns into Krypton Man. I don't know if you guys have. Well, I know you haven't read, but I don't know if you've read mm. the Krypton Man arc. Uh, Adam, as um, uh, sounds really, I took it as he turned into uh, what's his name, the uh, not annihilator, eradicator, eradicator. Well, oh. well, that is Krypton Man. Oh, so okay. The, oh, okay. Krypton... Yeah, that's what he was called in Reign of Superman. Okay, go on. Yeah, Chris, the Krypton Man arc was before Death of Superman. Basically, the Eradicator was this little artifact, and it corrupted. Where it infected Superman into becoming Krypton Man, and he wanted to turn right. Earth into Krypton. He basically just turned into a super dick, really. Like he wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't doing anything that bad. He was just like a real jerk, and he was started putting up Kryptonian architecture everywhere, um, <laughs> which is pretty funny, honestly. <laughs> but um, 
yeah, that was a really good arc, actually, Krypton Man. And it's the exact same outfit that Jimmy's wearing. So I thought that was a really uh-huh. cool reference. And I kind of thought, will we get the Eradicator in this? But we didn't. I um, kind of took it as that is the Eradicator. Oh, if you think of you... the Eradicator as, you know, the yeah. what the backup plan for keeping Krypton alive. I mean, it, it would have to be the Eradicator, I think. Because yeah. it, it's like you said, that 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 is the Eradicator's plan. That's how Krypton Man comes to pass. Right. Is the Eradicator is programmed for you, Krypton. And we do... Oh, that panel where Jimmy turns into Krypton Man, that little thing at the forefront, that actually is the Eradicator what, in its original what, form. What little thing? What? Oh, oh, the... the, oh, the yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. I see it. Yeah. That, that comes in an exile. So that's what... The eradicator are we talking like. about the the thing it's like a rocket yeah there's yeah. that okay it it looks like a rocket but it's very small in that one mm-hmm. panel so i think that's little uh references to that's actually what's happened um uh, which i find really cool because the eradicator is yes. cool mm-hmm. um yeah uh like zod in man of steel felt uh, he felt a lot like the eradicator because zod beforehand didn't really care about restoring krypton outside of that new krypton arc he was just there to be a jerk really but um anyway uh you know don't laugh at me Mm. (laughs) he carries lois off he's uh you know going on about his plan you know those who are prepared will survive yeah i'm gonna take over the earth I've isolated it, blah, 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 my evil plan. Um, and then he goes off to kill the JLA mm-hmm. with Lois and tow so he can show her. And we have the uh, JLA fighting all these bizarre robots, which um, are not engaged, are not designed for prolonged battle because they just start to disintegrate when they get mm-hmm. hit. Nice and convenient. They're extra, extra flawed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because, um, so, yeah, they're not cloned from Superman himself. I believe. Yeah, they they so. so they they got the rocket, but not the baby. Yeah. So they were able to kind of scrape Kal-El cells from something. Yeah. But they don't have enough. Yeah, his toothbrush or something. Right. Um, <laughs> nappy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you know, mayhem's broken loose. Everyone's fighting. Um. Then Jimmy arrives starts taking everyone out and yeah, the flash is like i remember you you're an elastic lad which is what, what i got mixed up before hmm. and yeah he's taking everyone out martian manhunter got done in by fire again yeah wonder woman's like i'm gonna kill you <laughs> <laughs> she gets smacked so you're too powerful to deserve mercy um and you know jimmy says you're still trying to sound like the champion of truth and justice which is i guess Again, another reference to Wonder Woman's the closest thing they had to Superman mm-hmm. in this reality, but it didn't work out. Uh, yeah, I mean, he just fights and beats everyone, really. Even Batman, like, uh, he thinks the weapons will work, but they don't because he's not right. stupid. Well, he give the Jericho weapons that could hurt him. Um, and he starts killing Catwoman, uh, Batwoman. And then we get this sequence where uh, Green Lantern lights up Batman. Mm-hmm. And buffs him, which Superpowers I, him. Yeah, didn't quite understand oh, why he did do that to himself. I like that. I thought that was a pretty yeah. clever 
teamwork move there. Mm. A clever way to, to hurt a Kryptonian, you know, without Kryptonite, obviously. Is that yeah. he essentially... I took it as just gave Batman enough of a shield that it's, you know, strong enough to make a dent in Kryptonian skin. Mm. Yeah. What do you think, Ray? Yeah, I, I didn't mind. I just, I, I went with it. I thought, um, didn't think too much. In it. I thought it was like a shield as well, but it just probably augmented his strength as well because realistic, yeah. realistically, I mean, Batman punching um, Jimmy Olsen wouldn't really do much, as you saw previously when he's just smiling as Batman kind of yeah. bruises his knuckles. Um, so it must do mm-hmm. something to his... Uh, um, yeah, his um, I don't know physicality, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, I thought it was I it was pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I like I guess, yeah. as you say, I like how Green Lantern's been involved quite mm. a lot here, and his powers been used a lot. Actually, all the powers have been yeah. quite used. Um, well, um, Green Lantern, Flash, yeah, Adam. I, to me, it's yeah. on the par with the Flash taking out of Mazo's brain. Yes, it's, yeah, yeah. They're think they're it's it's not just a straight up, you know. Mm. punching it, it's they they think of a, a more clever solution for the fights yeah but it, it's still nice. it's not enough though because right still he uh let's call him was a krypton man he he just yeah yeah he still just beats um he beats the green bubble he beats um batman and uh, he really does pound him a lot mm-hmm. then we get uh the big reveal well, it's quite uh, it's quite callous that he actually just burns this Amish guy. Yeah. You know, it's it's like, geez, this guy's really bloodthirsty. But thankfully, it's not any normal man. Yeah, this Amish guy is Superman. So yeah. we got now Superman reveal. Yes. Uh, whether we thought so at this point, you know, before before we see this strapping young Amish man. Uh, before this point, what did you guys think? Did you did you guys think Superman was going to show up? Or I, to be honest, I I at this stage I I didn't. I thought this was just a, and I had no idea why the Amish people were were, were kind of surrounding them, <laughs> and I just thought, oh god, this is just more collateral damage. Uh, and I just was wishing something was going to happen. I, I didn't know really what to expect. But um, how about you, Adam? My my, if I remember going back to my first read of it, my impression of the story was I I thought I had heard that Superman was not in it at all. Mm. So even when they were trying to fake me out with the, uh, you know, some Kryptonian being is around the fortress, I was like, but that probably won't be him. Mm-hmm. I don't think Superman's coming up at all. So it was a it was a great payoff for me, actually. Yeah. So how, how did you react to his reveal, I guess, right? Oh, and I thought it was great. I mean, it, it started to, pieces were starting to, to like, come together um, because yeah. it was, because uh, we saw at the beginning that the media, oh, Superman's, you know, escape pod um, flying yeah. overhead. So I knew he was around somewhere. Yeah. But then uh, I didn't, I just wasn't expecting him to be, you know, Amish or anything like that. Yeah. But when, but when he was revealed, it was like, okay, okay. So he's just been picked up by someone else, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, his reveal was a relief to me because I'm like, finally, someone can, you know, stop this dude because he's just wreaking absolute havoc on everyone. Yeah. Well, it looked like the point like, of uh, the ring yeah. and Batman was like, well, even that's not enough. Yeah. They really have nothing against that they can do against the kryptonian yeah i mean the the thing i was maybe thinking of was maybe the other green lanterns coming in 
that was that was all yeah. I was kind of thinking. But um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, if there's one takeaway I had from this story, it's that the Amish are useless um, <laughs> and don't give them anything. Now, now hold on, hold on. <laughs> I was I was going to talk about that. Part of why this is so great to me is I have Amish family. No. Oh my god. So, Connor. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting Amish slander on this. Uh, what, are, what are the odds of that? Um, yeah, yeah, you, oh, yeah, but that is that is kind of something that I was like, okay, that adds an extra layer of cool. Even though mm. there are little things they don't really get right, but it is a it's a very just specifically to me a very uh a very cool connection. Mm-hmm. And so it, it works pretty well. Amish family. What are the odds? <laughs> what are the odds that I just start slandering Amish people? And we have some. Yeah, I am. I am upon- near uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Here. <laughs> okay. So what? What do they get wrong? I guess. Uh. So I mean, we can get into it a little bit later, but the one Amish, his, his Amish father, I guess, says there. The main reason he hasn't been in the world is because they were very much like. Well, part of our thing is we don't go in, out in the world at all. And right. that's not really true. Like, you will, like, they, you know, their whole thing is they'll, they have their community, but they do go out and, like, you'll see Amish people just at, at the store. Yeah. And, like, getting hitching rides from people. And then the other thing that's a little weird is that before uh, Kal-El, I guess, is burned, He's got a beard, like the chin strap beard you associate mm-hmm. with Amish people. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That is a signifier that he's married. Oh. But that's but they never mention his wife in this or the sequel, so I think it was just a style. You know. Yeah. yeah. Extra thing just to disguise his face obviously. Yeah. Cuz and that's yeah, it would be cuz that's the only thing that burns off. Yeah. Right. None, none of his other hair. But why would off. they disguise his face? No one's looking for him. But yeah. Well, I mean, just just in the art, just for us. Yeah. Oh, oh, for us. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 Uh, I I knew it was him, even with the mustache, just because of his build, and he had black hair. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And even then, well, like, I guess in the like, heat of the moment, you're not supposed to study him too much. Yeah. I guess even the line like "No, son, you must not get involved," and he's like, "He's murdering him. This is wrong." I'm like, "Yeah, that's Superman. Um, mm. He's coming in." Great Superman line. Which oh, yeah, yeah, if I can if I can get into it now, like mm-hmm. yeah, post go ahead. this reveal when when Superman okay now Superman's in the story, he's got a couple moments here that I, I this read through in particular the reason I'm so pumped up about this last issue is I was like this is a very underrated Elseworld Superman, like he's yeah. got the. He's got a bunch of lines that are just like, that's a great Superman line. Mm-hmm. The very short amount of time that he's in the story. They really kind of nail his his spirit in a very small amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess for me, I really liked it. But I also, I was like, I felt like Superman was in, but I was worried he was going to die some horrific death at the hands of Jimmy as well. Oh, really? Superman hadn't had... Well, Superman hadn't had, like, the combat experience and oh, stuff yeah. that he would have, so I was worried, like, is this going to end up being one of those really depressing Elseworlds at the end, <laughs> you know? Um, but luckily he didn't, uh, although Superman's uh, parents got uh, incinerated, which... Mm, yeah, I know, that's terrible. The last little yeah. little throwaway death. 
Um, yeah, yeah, it's a little bit like, don't worry about these two anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, he just views them as ants, and obviously that's when yeah. Superman really kicks his butt, um, and they, they fight, they destroy the barn. Oh, beautiful. Um, uh, another, you're talking about splash pages as well. There's mm-hmm. one coming up. Just co- oh, the yeah. color, the color of the use of the white. Yes. Uh, just, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, the really, ground is yeah. like a fiery red, and then yeah. the, there's like blue electricity. Yeah. Just, yeah, gorgeous splash page. And it's like there's no restraint between these right. two, and they're staying on the, the ground. Yeah. So it's causing these earthquakes and these hurricanes, um, which yeah. doesn't usually happen with Superman because he's usually restrained and he's usually fighting in the air. But this was great. Like, um, and at this point, like, it's just up to him. Like, everyone else is just watching, and Batman's like, you know, no one else can do anything. Mm. Uh, and then the Kents and their gang just, like, uh, drive up to see what the hell's going on. <laughs> Um. Yeah, and so Kal-El gets the upper hand and Jimmy starts disintegrating. It turns out he he can't mm-hmm. withstand a big fight either. So well, he's yeah, he, he's had it. He's he had kind it. of goes a big bizarro. fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess going toe-to-toe with Superman, it really did push him to the limit, uh, even with his mm-hmm. physiology. So, yeah. And it kind of... It and even, a... if I can give an example of like what I was talking about, how it's it's a great Superman in a very short amount of time. When he's, as he's disintegrating, I, you know, I almost called him Clark, but I guess Cal, I don't remember what his Amish name is. He, he's, he, as Jimmy's dying, he's, he's, he's going, please stop. The Justice League may be able to help you. Mm. Like mm-hmm. he, he's still showing compassion for this guy who is just the biggest monster right here. Oh, he just yeah. killed his parents. True, yeah. I also like earlier on how Clark is telling us, Kal-El's telling his parents that he's, for the past few months, he's been tormented by the evil that he's been hearing. Mm. Yeah. And, like, not doing anything about it. And I guess this is finally him going, enough's enough, I'm gonna yeah. go Which out is also, the it, it seems like the, like, not that these parents, so he's not evil in this world, obviously. No, no. The, the difference the between this world and the and the other world is his parents were still good, but they they didn't tell they didn't allow him to step in whereas yeah. maybe ma and pa kent would be like you have a responsibility to you know do good or if they drop him in the orphanage he does it anyway mm. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and that's so jimmy has this weird or bizarro jimmy i guess um he has this kind of weird security insecurity issue that came up before as well um so i guess like it's the the clone this clone of jimmy inherited some of his personality mm-hmm. some of his feelings and yeah. you know and there's a bit of a nod i guess when jimmy dies to the main continuity like we should have been friends uh, yeah. Um, yeah. which is one one thing i took it at service value is you know he was kryptonian they should have been allies and the other thing is that jimmy and clark are friends yes. best friends in the main yeah. continuity. i thought that was yeah. a great line yeah, yeah it was a good little double take yeah yeah, exactly. Because it wouldn't have worked if it was just a reference to the main canon, but no. it, you know, as you said, double take. And yeah. it's a really nice shot as he, he drops the uniform and walks away mm-hmm. uh, to examine the smoldering ruin of his family. I guess. Um, yeah, they really got Uncle Owen and Aunt Prude there. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Green Lanterns arrive a bit too late. Yeah, guys. No, where were you, you bastards? <laughs> Literally, the second the fight ends, like yeah. the Green Lanterns just rock up. All uh, smiles. 
but it's bittersweet because they're like you know good work but you know yeah. everything's over except for mourning the dead and yeah. Cal is obviously distraught um, and the Kents come to comfort him that's great mm-hmm. it was great but it felt a bit much to me like the Kents just walk up to him and like even the pose they have is just doesn't feel natural to me oh, okay yeah like, you think they're they being they... a little too parental yeah right i think so i i think it works because their position in this world is already taking in yeah people like him yeah I agree. so i, I yeah. think they stepped out out of the crowd out of everyone there because it's like in their mind they're they are thinking this is our job it's our job yeah. to take care of this guy it's a big one we gotta step up here yeah that's what they've been doing their whole lives i guess yeah, um, yeah. again maybe it's just the panel where like it goes a new beginning and there's literally there's pretty much a halo around Mar and Park Kent. It was just a bit too much for me. Okay, <laughs> but fair. you know, like yeah, because I like the Kents, but I I've always preferred the Kents as a bit more down to earth people and not these symbols of you know uh, infallible sort of. I don't know. This this is almost like a divine panel with these two. <laughs> you know, yeah. like it was just too much for me. But you know. Um, I get like I feel less bad about it now because you guys do bring up a good point. Um, that they are equipped to do that. Hmm. Um, so it doesn't feel as false as it did before. But uh, yeah, so we get a little epilogue here, this big uh, splash page where the Spectre's there as well, actually, and Dead Man. They're just hanging out. Yeah, um, the whole cast actually. Oh, interesting. Yeah, the whole cast is there, and I guess they're all witnessing the birth of uh, Superman, really. Yep. Um, Batman's pummeled face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Man, Man Bat front and center. Oh, well, not front and center, but center. <laughs> <laughs> so, Batman surrendered himself to the police and was tried for killing the Joker, but the courts ruled the death as an act of war. Batman never forgave himself. Uh, he resigned from the jail LA. Although he continues to fight crime, his crusade has become a self-imposed penance. Still, with Catwoman at his side, perhaps his life is a little bit dark now. See, Batman's better off now, really. He's got a woman in his life. Like, yeah, he is a, yeah, happy ending. Yeah. It's good, yeah. The Kents, with their big hearts and easy acceptance of Bazaar, made an immediate connection with Kal-El. They helped him come to terms with what happened and what he could become. They insisted on maintaining their anonymity so the world never discovered what it owes them. Um, for, like, you know, rescuing everyone, I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, through dozens of metahumans. Continue to honor them and line away. Uh, yeah, so that pretty much just says that the JLA start to win back the public's trust, but with um, Superman, it was a lot easier to do. And we get the last page of the reveal. They call him Superman, and he's mm-hmm. nice and big in the center of the Justice League. And then we have a nail at the bottom. Oh. So I guess all's well that ends well. It just took a bit longer than usual in this universe. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. Uh, it was, I found it a really nice ending, um, uh, and and it was a really a really nice way to to get introduced to Superman in this Elseworlds. Um, I think I think um, by keeping him to the very end and, and there being, as you're saying, Adam, like that, that speculation of whether he's actually mm-hmm. in it or not, it kind of keeps you guessing and um, the the plot points which kind of lead you towards it um, really 
yeah, I, I just it made it, it made it fun. Uh, no, I just really really did enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, I um, I, I liked the Dale, and I think I really liked what they did with Superman mm-hmm. as well. I liked the twist they had. You know, I liked how he was there the whole time, really. Um, and you know, I like how he ended up just becoming Superman. It was just it just tied it all together very neatly. You know, that ending. Mm. Um, and it, and like you know, sometimes you want, you know, a, maybe it wasn't a happy ending, but you do want like a ending that's not a complete downer. You know. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, and this we, is definitely uplifting know, towards the end. Yeah, because the whole premise is kind of a downer. It's like, oh, Superman never existed. That sucks. Mm. But then in the end, he does. So you know, it's nice. Yeah. Sorry, guys. A little, little behind the scenes here. I'm getting a, a bottle ready for a newborn baby. Oh, okay, no worries. I thought that was great. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry, sorry if I'm making any, any extra noise. No, that's all good. But, uh, yeah, I, I essentially agree with everything you guys are saying. You, know, you guys know I love this. Like I said before, I think yeah. this is an all-time great ending for me mm. personally. Yeah. Even if the beginning was a little, little just convoluted for me, I think it everything wrapped up very, very nice. It's I, a feel-good ending, for sure. Yeah, I, I think it was blessed with actually really good art as well. I mean, that really did prop mm. it up to no end. Yes. Um, and as, as we mentioned those splash pages. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it, it gets a big tick on that front. Yeah. Are we getting, like, final thoughts here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I did want to just say, like, every single uh, – this is, I think, my third time reading it. And every time I find myself – thinking like why don't i talk about alan davis art more Mm. Mm. because the just the use of the splash pages here we've touched on but the way that each one is one character getting their spotlight in one page yeah and they're all they're always just extremely satisfying and beautiful Mm. and uh overall like that that combined with you know the interesting ideas of uh, all of the sub characters that that was enough to me to go immediately into the sequel, even if it you know I heard you know it's not as good. I knew in my yeah. head it wasn't as good, but I was still like I want to see more of this. Yeah, have you read it? I so I I read it in full before, and then like I said, I did actually go right into another nail after I read this for the show. Yeah, and I ended up reading the first issue. And I was like, okay, that's good, because Superman is the 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 thing. There is now Superman is the rookie on the team, and oh. that was interesting to read. And then it kind of goes, and you know, you know, some characters have interesting things to do, but mainly I was just like, okay, this is a little tedious. And I ended up just flipping through the whole book, <laughs> stopping it at every again, gorgeous splash pages, like amazing splash pages. So I would just flip through and be at awe at the art at some point i I just lost interest in the story was just checking out everything Hmm. yeah fair enough um so actually yeah the splash pages i guess uh if you have a list we could put it in the show notes or something or well i guess i can just say real quickly oh yeah yeah sure that works yeah the uh yeah because it's it's not really like a huge thing but yeah okay. very very well placed like so like i said every character kind of gets 
gets their moment, usually with fighting an enemy. So it goes like Flash versus Amazo is a page. This is issue two. Aquaman versus Orm and like an octopus in the mm-hmm. background. Uh, Green Lantern punching out Count Vertigo. Oh, so we didn't miss that many, really. No. No. Uh, Manhunter fighting some Luther goons. Yep. And then it goes on to issue three here. Wonder Woman and... Yeah, Wonder Woman and the Metal Men. Mm-hmm. Uh, before that, there's kind of like this splash page. of It, oh, it kind of goes against the formula of them. Yeah, it's, Hulk, the, it's uh, the Spectre. Oh, the Spectre. Oh. Uh, holding all, all of like the magic yeah, yeah. guys. Uh, then, yeah, Wonder Woman, Hawk Girl, Hawk saving Girl. people from the fire. So that one also kind of goes against the formula. It's, it's it not does. Yeah, a it's, fight. Uh, yep. Yeah. And then, uh, obviously, the, the last one like the uh, in the finale mm. was the one we were talking about was particularly – the rest almost look like classic, like 70s pinups. And then the last one is just kind of this gorgeous, like they really play with color, the uh, Jimmy versus Superman at the end. Yeah. I thought, yeah, that, that whole fight was gorgeous, that yeah. Superman versus Jimmy. Um, <laughs> Jimmy, the, the Jimmy, the ultimate evil of this story, uh, Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> the ultimate villain, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Um, when, I, when I first read, when I started this story, I did not foresee uh, Amish Kalel and Jimmy having a punch up as the climax. Um, <laughs> that was not on my yeah. radar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, cool. So I guess I'll read out. We have one bit of feedback mm-hmm. for the nail. It's from our good friend Robert, super friend from the Swamp Things podcast. Uh, he says Alan Davis turns in some really beautiful art. I think we can all agree there. Uh, every page is a treasure, and the splash pages inspired by Justice League of America 200 are all magnificent. The story has a lot to recommend in it too, albeit I wish Superman wasn't saved as a kind of surprise reveal. Mm. Mm. Well, Thoughts? If you, that almost feels like if you wish he wasn't saved, maybe it'd be worth it to check out the sequel. Because that's pretty much what... Okay. You know, that is, is now he's active, is the premise of the next one. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it would be a very different story if he wasn't. I guess that would have some merit as well. Um, I just found him being revealed at the end to be quite satisfying. Um, just It was. Just because of the fact that it wasn't telegraphed. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, just, it, it was just very vague throughout the whole thing as to whether or not he would. Um, there are things that led you to believe that maybe he, he would, but you just you never knew. Um, so, yeah, I, I found it... Yeah, quite satisfying. I mean, Superman came in at the perfect kind of, you know, all hope is lost moment, yeah. really. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I love yeah. how it played out. Yeah. I couldn't think of a better spot to put him in, to be honest. Yeah. But, um, sorry, Robert, we're not having a go at you already. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, he... Um, yeah. Totally valid, yeah, what he says, yeah. Yeah. Shall we give our ratings? Yeah, sure. Let, let's uh, lead with Adam, our guest. All right. Sure. Uh, let's do nails out of ten. No, that's exactly. That's obviously. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, like I kind of said before, beginning, I was worried. I was thinking, like, okay, maybe this is just a five out of ten. But again, the art—you got to add some nails. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Uh, 
the ending for me really, really brought everything together, and it it really bumped it up. So I would say, by the end, like again, I I felt like I want to read more. So that's that's got to be at least a. I'll go eight nails. Okay, cool. Nice. I'll give nice. a very strong score. Very mm-hmm. strong. Reynaldo, Rezod. Uh, um, yeah, and no, I really enjoy this as well. As Adam said, um, the art, I think, really does promote it a lot. Uh, as well as the story is fine. I mean, like, uh, apart from, I mean, we mentioned at the top of it, uh, it, it can get a little messy just because there are so many little things happening and, and you have to juggle all, the, all those characters. Um, and, you know, there are other stories I've read as well that, that do it in a, in a tighter fashion. But um, the overall premise and the way that it was handled inevitably, I think, was, was quite quite good. So I'd give it a, um, a seven and a half, I reckon. Uh, I think it'll be... I was thinking of giving it a seven, but um, just on second thought with that art as well. I've got to bump it up a little bit more. So mm-hmm. seven and a half for me uh, would be, I think, quite a decent... Um, yeah, a decent um, reflection of how I felt. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, I guess one of my complaints, especially on this retrospective, if if I've missed something, feel free to let me know, listeners or you two. I wish it was a bit more clear as to um, Wonder Woman's kind of like why she sort of failed. Oh, mm. yeah. so, um, I mean, she, she was one of the weaker parts of this, unfortunately. Um, yeah. Which, yeah. it, sadly, I mean, especially during, I think, in the past, Wonder Woman has been a little bit, they just don't know what to do with her mm. most of the time. Despite being the yeah. part of the Trinity, they're just kind of like, well, I know what to do with Superman and Batman, but I just don't get what's, what Wonder Woman's all about. And that that's definitely apparent in this story, like it is in many other stories. Because yeah. the whole thing is she's supposed to be about peace, right? That's her. Right. That's her thing, and she's like a diplomat from the world of the Amazonians or whatever. That yeah. I have a very surface level knowledge of one woman, but yeah, I was yeah. kind of surprised that she was really not effective. At, uh, yeah. But you know, that being said, um, sorry, Ray. Go on. Oh no, I was about to say I was uh, by. I mean, during issue one, I was expecting her to have a a big role, like just the way that they had, they convened at the beginning with Hal Jordan. Yeah. I actually thought that she was gonna. Yeah, actually make... Well, she um, seemed like the team leader. Mm, but she, I thought she was going to make big inroads. But, yeah, she didn't... She only had that one thing, like, in the White House. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely fair thing to say. It's... It's, I mean, it's weird that she didn't do have, more. But it's just that it's just an odd little thing. thing at the back of my head. Yeah. 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 I would have liked to have known more about her role. Um, but, you know, I think I'll go with a seven. Um, I really liked it. Uh, the artwork was fantastic. The story was good. And as people know, seven's a, a good score from me. Yeah. So definitely. it's definitely one of the better Elseworlds I've read. And I was, you know, I was interested from start to finish. So, cool. uh, and the Superman reveal was just the cherry on top, a nice kind of hopeful ending. So, yeah, you know? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we should wrap up. Because uh, you've probably heard Adam's child. <laughs> um, Ray's Do you hear him? Very early. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of... Well, we, we don't yeah, mind, that's, that's all right. Fine. That's good. It's, it's healthy to hear. Like... <laughs> yes. So uh, you will be hearing. 
from Adam next week from the past because next, uh, not next week, uh, in the next two weeks because mm-hmm. that's our episode fifty-two multiverse crossover spectacular. Uh, yeah, we have an interview with Adam and then Tasman, and then Ray and I will be having a two-man discussion on things, mm-hmm. um, mostly things to do with crossovers and stuff. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that'll be good. Um, if you guys want very to cool, I'm lo- I'm looking forward to that episode. Yeah. Not just because yeah. I'm on it, but because that's that's <laughs> a nice uh, celebration you put together there. Yeah, it just yeah. should be fun. It'll be fun to put together. It'll yeah, it'll be cool because we're not we're not really reviewing anything. We're just going to be you know talking, and Trey and I are really good at it, so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thanks very much for coming on, Adam. Especially yeah, at short sure. notice with a new uh, yeah, young absolutely my gosh. House, too. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you know I love being here. So uh, anytime. Oh anytime yeah, yeah. That, that my baby is sleeping, yeah, <laughs> I will I'd be happy to come on. Yeah, we'll take you up on absolutely. it for sure. Yeah. Yeah, um, as with all our guests, like you know, if there's anything you guys want to come on for or do, just just shoot us a message, and we'll be happy to do it. Um, you know, so yeah, it'll be good. We actually have three guests, no, four guests lined up right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Crazy times. We got cool. Rebecca coming on for Secret Identity after the 52nd episode, so that'll be real good. Nice. Um, I was gonna say that that's a big one you guys haven't done yet. It is. Mm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, all that stuff is good. Thanks again, Adam. Where can people find you? Uh, I'm just at Talking Superman on Twitter. Cool. All right. Cool. Nice, nice and easy. Uh, we, yep. we, go, we go full on into Adam Law uh, next episode. <laughs> right. So yes, we do. We get to find out all about the man behind the Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, and just one last thing. Remember, join our Discord. Just ask for a link. We'll send it to you. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I get lonely. Um, so, yeah. Until next time, um, you know, if you get a nail in your tire, just look, don't let that stop you. Just go. Be grateful. Really important, my <laughs> look for yeah. rockets. Yeah. You don't know what you're missing out on. Trust me. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. See you. Catch you later. Bye. Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our Libsyn, lskpodcast.libsyn.com. Our Twitter, at lskpodcast. Our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. And last but not least, thank you everyone for listening.